Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling Around. And for the first time ever, we're doing the Summer Fest. Oh, no, wait, I'm not Jeremy Piven. We're doing SummerSlam in 2010. Joining me this week is the world-famous Terry Fish. Terry Fish, how are we doing? Hello. Well, welcome to Summerfest 2010, everyone. Yeah, I'm all... I'm, who's you the other day? Up on my news feed the other day, the Summerfest. Fucking Summerfest. Ridiculous. That was almost as bad as our introduction last week, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Um... Yeah, I enjoyed last week. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm alright, although I've got a heavily burnt mouth today. I burnt my mouth heavily on a pizza last night, so I burnt my tongue as well to go with it. So the I'm cheese. A little bit... the yeah. yeah, stuck to my tongue and stuck to the roof of my mouth. Basically, I was a bit too greedy, wasn't I? This, yeah, lockdown, wor- this lockdown work was getting added to, and um, I, I burnt my mouth, didn't I, being greedy? But remember, kids, if you are, we are still in lockdown, so wear a mask. Yeah, wear a mask. Yeah, as you find out in the main event, there's only one of them who adheres to social distancing in the correct way, and we'll get, we'll get to that. But joining me as well is Lil. Lil, how are we doing? Thank you. Short, short and sweet. <laughs> there we go. Lil's him. The Frankly, insightful comments of Lil. <laughs> oh, God. Christ, right. Um, SummerSlam 2010. First ever. Was that what year was that? I don't know, but also this is the second SummerSlam we've done. Is it? Yeah. What no it's not, is it? We did that seven like two weeks ago. Memorable episode, obviously. (laughs) What? Yeah we did. (laughs) You big idiot. Oh god, I've had little sleep. <laughs> yeah, we are recording this as well at like six a.m. because um, Tori I'm, Peters is going to a little garden party in this afternoon. I'm after a fancy soirée in a garden party. He's having, having tea with tea with the vicar this afternoon. Having triangle crest sandwiches. Yeah. Cucumber. Hey, hey, I've got some crest in the fridge actually. Of course you have. We should go into a garden party later on. I could have used my summer fest joke two weeks ago. Well, yeah. I thought when you said first ever, I just thought you meant first ever summer first, so I thought I let it slide. But uh, I was like, oh no, this this guy actually thought. thought it was uh, I, I didn't know what you were on about, to be fair. But it, it doesn't matter. Just, 
the fish yeah. as well. We are we are ever professionals on wrestling around, and viewers, you've come to love and know us that this is just what we do. We completely mess it up in the first two <laughs> minutes, and we've and we've set the bar low so it can't get much higher. And if it gets high, we've done all right. It, we've done all right, haven't we? Normally. We set the bar low and it continues to get lower throughout the full episode. That's kind of what I meant, so there you go. Yeah. Even more professionalism <laughs> here in wrestling. Lou does not look impressed. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the guy doesn't look impressed. Open this week with a daft noise. It's early days. You know, we were calling this at 5am. You've just got an hour off. It's almost oh, like when you got woke up at 5.30 in the morning in New York. Yeah, it's even earlier than this. It's about 4am now I'm recording this because we need to do it early on. Because <laughs> of money. Sorry, Pete. I'm back. Yeah. Hey, hey, speaking of the garden party, to be fair, we got sent a picture of the fridge yesterday. It was full of alcohol. And uh, his wife wanted to put some food in it. He went, no. <laughs> Takes up too much room. <laughs> Sorry, Pete is, is an alcoholic. <laughs> Not true. Soak it up and then triangle cucumber sandwiches. And a bit of grass. <laughs> a bit of Victoria sponge. Guys, Pims this afternoon. It's going oh. to be a fondant fancy there. I've got, a, I've got a story about Pims and uh, my dad. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. we, so we were awake. Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like where this is going already. <laughs> it was a nice hot summer's day and he's knocking back these Pims. And I said to him, I said, are you enjoying them pims? He goes, yeah. I went, are you driving? Oh, he went, yeah. I went, well, do you know that's alcoholic? No, I didn't know that. He had about four glasses of pims on it. He's knocking them back like there's no tomorrow. I think it's bloody Ribena. Please tell me he didn't get in the car. No, he didn't get in the car. I, that. That. <laughs> I was going to say, that, that wasn't the story. That was just admission of... <laughs> no, no, no. He, he didn't get in the car. It's just it was amusing the fact that he just thought it was like Ribena, just knocking it back like there was no tomorrow. Didn't realise it was alcoholic. Okay, my 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 dad, um, father who is not his um, father fish, father Anson, yeah, the big fish, <laughs> the, big, the big fish. Who was that rapper? Was it real big fish? Was it a band? They, they were on one of the FIFA th- sound. Didn't they sing? Um, did they not sing? Get out with me, oh yeah, get out. Oh yes, yeah, those guys. I'm, I'm thinking of the um. Make a lot of money and everything's gonna be all right. Do, do, do. I think it was FIFA 2000. Yeah, that's the one. There you go. Who were you thinking of, Luke? I was thinking of County Cross. I thought they'd pay of Paradise and put a parking lot, but it's a different one. That's Hanson, isn't it? Oh, it's County Cross. No, Hanson's Umbop. Oh yeah, of course it is. It was kind of cross to Vanessa Carlin, but Vanessa Carlin didn't sing anything. She just goes, mm. Oh, right, there you go. I mean, that's why, that's why everyone listens. When, this yeah. is what, this knowledge like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get on with the first ever summer fest. <laughs> Put the second ever summer slam on here. So this is 2010. It's obviously 10 years ago. I wasn't watching wrestling at this point. Lou, I believe you was. I was, but I didn't watch this pay-per-view because it was on Sky Box Office. And I'll be damned if I was paying for this. It was like 20 quid, isn't it? It, was, it would have been at yeah. that time. The thing it's only 15 at the time, but also, I was a student. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Play the student card, don't you? Play the bloody student card. Harry Fish, have you, did you, have you seen it before? No, I was a poor student that didn't like wrestling at this time, so. <laughs> so you're also playing the student card, then? <laughs> I, I wasn't a proper student, I was at college. I, yeah, I, I, to I be was, fair, I was a real student. Oh no, I was working at this point. I might have been, no, it might have been a couple of months before I started properly working. Yeah, and I still couldn't have afforded it, so. And I won't watch him wrestling. 
basically, know. basically everyone. I didn't. Just, no, <laughs> just, just to sum up, in case anybody didn't realise, that, Terry Fisher had never seen this show before. <laughs> yeah, it's just live stories with Peter's Morgan. Just... <laughs> Next, you'll get the big red book from This Is Your Life. Join us soon. Uh, Terry Peter's autobiography would be great. <laughs> oh, Small fish in a big pond. I think I'm aware of that episode. What was that, Lou? I think I'm aware of that episode where we go through uh, Peter's life stories. <laughs> the origins of Travis T. Yeah. When, was, when was that? When, can you remember what month it was? What? I don't know what month it was. I don't know what year. It'll be in 2008. That, so it'll be 15, 16. <laughs> to 15. I was like, yeah. Like, check, check out who are an old man. And my, my tag team partner was called Dane Jerris. And we were called Team Pal, play on words. So, so in 2008, you was like Travis T, local wrestling superstar. 2010, you'd stop watching wrestling. So what happened to, to Travis T? <laughs> oh, oh, don't, I, ask, I, don't I, ask that if he was involved in the British wrestling scene. I, uh, <laughs> I stopped going. Oh. I, I, fell out, I fell out of love with training because I felt as I was getting absolutely nowhere with it, despite numerous requests to move up a uh, skill group and ask for my passing out level, which I was promised on numerous occasions. So I stopped wanting to give my trainer ten pounds a week. Well, there we go then. There you go. Travis T. Will he make a comeback soon? I'm not discussing that on this podcast because I'll 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 tell you why when we go off there. (laughs) (laughs) It's not someone that's disgraced in the national media either. I'll I'll just put it out. (laughs) It is a minefield that these days in the British wrestling. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you when we go off there. There we go then. I'm 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 too intrigued now. Yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna have to pause the recording. Oh my god, okay, yeah, let's never mention that again, ever. Absolutely Jesus. outrageous. Oh, outrageous. Gross, wasn't it? Let's move on. Right then, let's uh, let's get into SummerSlam 2010. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> God's sake, two weeks in <laughs> fucking row. Sick of it. <laughs> you know, you ruined my thing now for too long. <laughs> I'm not letting this become a new thing where you ruin my things. Not having it. <laughs> Stop it right there. Take this Peter. is why you, this is why Peter's can't have nice things. <laughs> right, Peter doesn't deserve nice things. So it took place on uh, August 15, 2010, at the Staples Center in uh, ten, Los Angeles, California. Today. Sorry, to interrupt. ten years ago today on time of recording. Then it was recording. Yeah, ten years yeah, anniversary. Ten years ago today of recording. Anyway, carry on. Um, quite a prestigious um, sort of. Arena, isn't it, at Staples Centre? Um, what you expect for one of the big four. We go into an opening video package straight away, which is on change, which I thought was very ironic because there isn't a fucking change <laughs> in the formula for SummerSlam 2010. It, it could have been change. Could have been. Could have, would have, should have, wouldn't in that main event. No, there wasn't. I mean, we'll get to the main event because I have a lot to say about it. I think we all do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, whoa, 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 whoa! This is wrestling around. That's we've just discussed. We've just discussed the venue. Oh, sorry, sorry. Come on, come let's on, then. Let's, 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 let's have a look at the bloody menu, shall we? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh he's got he's salt and char. We've got char burgers. We've got Beyond Meat burgers. So there's a good vegan option there for you, Peters. Um, Blaze Pizza. <laughs> Barbecue chicken, disgraceful on a pizza, pepperoni, sim- simple pie. Oh, you get a chicken Caesar salad, Blaze pizza, cooler by Budweiser. That sells beer. It is doghouse with 
Hebrew hot dogs. I don't know what makes them. What makes them Hebrew? I guess it's just a kosher. Deli and dash. Roast beef and hand-carved turkey sandwiches. Ooh, it's like being Toby Carvery. Popcornopolis. What's what? a popcornopolis? I don't, even, I don't even know. I presume it's just a big popcorn big tower. Popcorn. Now that sounds like something I would buy along with some frozen margaritas. <laughs> yeah, Super Nachos. Figueroa Bar, made, named after Hull City legend Maynard Figueroa. <laughs> Golden Road Brew House. Goose Island. Selling Bratverse. Impact Sports Bar and Grill, so TNA have got in there as well. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, got everything in this, isn't it? Wahoo's Tacos, named after Chief Wahoo McDaniel, I imagine. That's got crispy crispy fish tacos. Imagine that, crispy fish tacos. Crispy fish tacos. Is that just battered fish that we're saying? I presume so. No, I don't know, unless it's just like gross, like... Fish in bread crumb. Yeah, I've kicked... Um, like yeah, fish fingers. It's a fish finger taco. taco. <laughs> Ludo bed. Crispy chicken sandwich. Ludo bed. Outtakes. With a bistro box. Tap house. Oh my god, this is going to go on forever. Sustitos, nachos. Wetzel's pretzels. And that's just the lower level. I can't even bother to go to the upper level. But what I'm saying is, Staples Centre, you've got it side out. Would you say that's um, the best venue for food that we've seen so far? Oh, Possibly, I but I believe because we're doing an NXT TakeOver Brooklyn in two weeks' time. Is it weeks? Is it weeks' time? Next, week. We're doing next, week. next week. Next week. Oh, and I've been there and I've got some stories to tell. <laughs> Everyone stay tuned to that. <laughs> Have you been there more than once? Have you got more? No, just did not. Just did it once. Just did it once, right? So it was it. It was the, uh, the buffalo chicken incident, wasn't it? Right. There we go. That, that was... water. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we'll get. Well, put a pin in that low for a week. Yeah. And in three that. weeks' time, we've got a show in Dallas. So you, you did love that. We've already done a show in Dallas, though. Oh, we have. But I'll say it again. Grateful. I tried all that. There's one place. It just goes. Oh, we here, here's some nachos and a Dr Pepper. Fuck yourself, Kate Bailey Hutchins. See, I'd be happy right. with that. That's you, mate. Yeah, you did one say to us, let's not worry about food. I will just live off crisps. So <laughs> that's a direct quote from Terry Peters. It's kind of mad with you. If you buy <laughs> your jeans off the internet, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Let's get back to the opening video package. So it'll be the opening video package. Well done, did we think? I think it's the best one we've seen. Yeah, that's alright. Yeah, it, it was formulaic though, you're right. Like, it's about not change and not a lot of changes. It's just very. It's just what they do now, isn't it? Yeah, but they've got to build it up to make it sound like it could, maybe, will happen. Yeah, because I like. SummerSlam's a weird one. And then some years it seems like a massive event, and then some other years it just seems like a normal pay per view. See, this one felt like a massive event because I know obviously we're not there yet, but they go into it later on and show, like, the access things, don't they, which they do nowadays. Yeah. So this one sort of felt. A lot bigger than some that we've seen, or the other one that we saw. Yeah, but it's just it's just a bit weird. SummerSlam. I tell you what, doesn't annoy me about SummerSlam. Summerfest. The Summerfest. Jeremy Pivot. The, the logo for this one, which is ten years ago, is pretty much the same one as this year. Yeah. Do you think they should do change it like the WrestleMania one? Oh just yeah, just make it a bit. If SummerSlam was meant to be the second biggest show of the year, it's just lazy, isn't it? Mm. It's just. Ah, uh, it's just it's just the same graphics like every year and stuff. It's the same sets, and it's just the, a bit. Uh, the only the thing on this one looks pretty good actually, but it was the same one as the year before. The only the year thing after. I will say about that is that they are you are a bit more limited with SummerSlam because obviously they try and make it the hot, the biggest party of the summer, so they've got to get some sort of hot summer yeah. sun theme you know in I mean? there. It's That's like, the only thing I'll say to you. So we look at this one. 
in like 2000, 2010. And you look how different it was to the one that was like 13 years before that we did in 1997. Mm-hmm. And then you look at like how similar this one in 2020 is. It's like nothing changes now with WWE. And I like it. But everything's been the same for a long time. It's stale, isn't it? Yeah, it just needs a bit of a, a bit of a shake-up. Getting a bit too comfortable with the production values. Mm. It's a bit of a shake-up. But I'm sure we'll go into that in more detail on uh, other shows. But yeah, just... I don't know. SummerSlam, it, it, it should be a big event, but sometimes you just don't treat it like one. I think this this case, this case show was like half and half, I think. Do you think that is because it's the next one after WrestleMania, isn't it? So if you're going to have your two big events, it would make, in my head, it would make more sense to make Survivor Series the next big one, but the, the, because you, it's like six months later, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they almost been Survivor Series off, didn't they, one year? Around this year. Yeah. Always around this time. Yeah, they nearly, they nearly sacked it off completely. Which is which mad, would've, really. Would have been a shame. Because now, I think it's one, when they do the Raw Rest Smackdown ones now, it's one of the best shows, I think. I thought last year's was one of the best ones. Really good. Time. Yeah. I, I do enjoy Raw Rest Smackdown. But why, does any care about him for a month for our best background? Stay, yeah, no. stay tuned for when we also cover bragging rights. Then, <laughs> <laughs> I've oh, not God. seen that, so no, I've never seen it. But it's it, Raw versus Smackdown for the Stanley Cup for some reason. It's very weird. It's like when they did that um, Siege on Raw from Smackdown wrestlers. Like they were on it. It's like two weeks before. Now they ate each other. I forgot like the feuds that was in. Now they yeah. all ate each other. It's like it? it's like when we we're in the archives with, uh, with the ECW thing. For One Night Stand, you can listen to that in the archive viewers for 2005, is it? One Night Stand 05? When it was Raw and SmackDown vs. ECW, and like we, like we picked up then, they, they hate each other, but now they're all baits for against ECW for like a week. Yeah, I get I'm, I'm brand loyalty, I get that, but just make a big deal out of it all the way through the year. You know what I mean? And, and then if they separated them more as well. But, yeah. but we're, not, we're not doing some other series. I'm anyway, we'll, we'll put a pin in that for a few months. <laughs> Yeah, I'm um, sure it'll, it'll definitely go up in our SummerSlam 2020 review anyway, because yeah. it's all over the place at the moment. That is true. But after the video package, we get the, the commentary teams. We've got Michael Cole, who I believe is from, is he from Raw? Jerry yep. Lawler, Matt Strikers, the SmackDown guy. Uh, uh, I'm going to put it to you now. Matt is Stryker this, is the worst is, commentary of all is time. Is this the worst commentary set that we've had listened to? Uh, I would say, yeah. yeah. No, I don't know, because we had the guys, we had, um. In fact, no, we had Alpha. Mike Madden and Scott, Scott. Yeah. Yeah, Ferrara, actually. Ed Ferrara, that was it, yeah. yeah. No, this is, this is the but second it, the worst. The WWE one, I think, that we've got. Right, yeah, the, the worst WWE one. I think Matt Stryker is distractingly bad in this. Apparently he's good in wherever he is now, or was in Lucha Underground or whatever. I really enjoyed him in Lucha Underground as the play by play guy. Yeah, but I just felt in, he was distractingly bad in this. He ruins quite a few. Well, he ruins everything. So does Michael Cole. Uh, well, yeah. I, I've, well, got I know, mom- I've got moments from, from them both. I enjoyed uh, Cole's humor, but we'll go into that later, later on. But yeah. And I mean, Lawler. I thought Lawler only got crap like recently, but even in this one, he was... He's just... He, move on. You know what I mean? I don't know why, why did they kick JR out? And then not... But not Lawler? Have you watched AEW? Yeah, but... Okay. Well, used to, yeah, right. So, Jar is a friend of the show. <laughs> so, in, in the I, relative terms that you've both met him, yeah, yeah oh. and, and I've got his book. I've got his book signed. Actually, it says great name in it because we <laughs> share a name. That's all we talked about. Yes, I met Jr. and that's all we talked about was how good yeah. the name Ross was. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, at this point, Jr. was still a decent commentator. 
Yes, he has. Yeah, yeah. He, has, yeah he has faded away now, but he's been doing it for 40 years. You expect somebody not to stand of the game. What I'm saying is, Lawler has been shite for as long. So why did they keep him alive to get him about? I don't know. Yeah, Vince has always had a bit of a loyalty to Lawler, hasn't he? It's just yeah, always, um... they spend. I know the. I get the Vince wants young people on, which is why he's put Cole yeah. on, and why he put on. But they just keep dragging Lawler out, and he's not yeah. very good anymore. No, because didn't Taz Taz only just left as well around this time, hadn't he? I think so. And is this yeah. the, around the time they had Foley, or was that a bit earlier? Foley oh. was like two years before this, I think. Yeah. yeah. But I just I don't understand why they've obviously gone for new commentators with Striker. Yeah, but why? Why? Yeah, it's I, I don't know. The, the the commentator choices have been weird. I think it's because we're so used to um having like Jr. and the King for a long time. That you don't realise like how hard it is to find a formula of, of commentators, which is why like Byron Saxton like pops up every now and again. Ugh. Um, I'm just not a fan of three man booths. And like and, what was it, Percy Watson? Dio Madden. Dio Madden Dio Madden was a random one, yeah. Um is he not I mean, on... even Corey Graves is random to an extent. I know he's he's, he's quite settled in it now, isn't he? Yeah. But then they got McGuinness. Who else is in it? Beth Phoenix is there now. Smaller Joe, he's the best cool commentator yeah. on, on WWE. No, I do actually, I do actually like Beth Phoenix. So. Who else? Is to go? Who else is random? Yeah, they've, they've tried a lot, haven't they? Renna Young obviously was there for a bit. But it's, just, it's hard to find the right formula, isn't it? Yeah, and I think King only really worked. I just think it was good in the Attitude Era, but wrestling's moved on. Yeah, I think it's hard to have a face color commentator as well. But also, it's very hard, as we'll find out in this show, to have a heel player by player. Yeah. I did not agree with that. Right, that's enough on the commentary team. Let's move into the first match. It's uh, an only match to the Intercontinental title. So we've got Kofi Kingston Kingston challenging the champion Dolph Ziggler, who comes out with uh, Vicky Guerrero, because I believe they're in a relationship. (laughs) (laughs) So nine days before this on SmackDown, Dolph Ziggler beat Kofi Kingston for the Intercontinental title with help from Vicky. I forgot about Kofi Kingston's music. I'm he's just used to being in the New Day. He's not yeah. in. He's not from America yet either, is he? He's from Ghana. He's Ghana. He's from Ghana this time around. Yeah. Right, because he was Jamaican, so, wasn't he? Yeah, so he's gone yeah. from Jamaica to Ghana, and now, so he's still not American yet. He's not no, he is. It. He is Canadian though. He's still. He's still announced from from Ghana. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But now he's announced from America. No, I thought he was still announced from Ghana. No. Is he? I thought he was announced. I'm from pretty America. sure it was. They made a big deal of him being the first African champion. Yeah, well, they will do because he, he is an African American, isn't he? I'm, I'm sure he's American. I mean, I'm sure. He's I don't Ghana. think he's actually. I'm sure he's actually Ghanaian. Uh, he was born in Ghana, but he lives in Texas. Right. He's yeah. built from Ghana, West Africa. Yeah, fine. Yeah. So, what, you, what you're doing there, Pete, is, is talking absolute shit. Well, what else is new? <laughs> so maybe that bent mouth should have done it. <laughs> should have just welded it together a bit more. No, I didn't say. It didn't say when he moved. So he's, either way, uh, either way, he's not Jamaican and has dropped his Jamaican accent. Yeah, well, he did it because um, Triple H called him on it that time. Didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> well, he just started speaking an American accent and Triple H went, "Man, he's supposed to be Jamaican." <laughs> God say it, Triple H. <laughs> but yeah, his music—I completely forgot about it. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot, I forgot Dolph's, I forgot Dolph's music as well. It's so the affection. Yeah, terrible. It's you know, like it fit his gimmick, though, didn't it? No. Yeah, it did. If it, if it said, I am a boring bag of shite, then that then it would have fit his gimmick. 
Uh, I mean, you don't like him now, but he was good back in the day. No, nah, no, he wasn't. <laughs> he's always been like this. He's always been like this. He's always been just boring. You know what he's like, Ross? When he's in his, when he's got his he, mind made up about this, he, 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 he can't he can't change it, can he? He's so like he me with World Wild last week. Everyone's like just crying, going, "I am Jeff Jarrett." No. It's just terrible. No. Right? no, that's too far. Yeah. Right no, no, it's not too, no, too no, far. No, it's not too far. It's not too bad. <laughs> it's too bad. Tom Ziggler's not booking himself to win every title five times. Yeah, he would, he would if he could. Yeah, well, so would you? Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't, would you? I'd put Peters have a Travis T. <laughs> the, the redemption of Travis T. Yeah. <laughs> right then, let's get into the match. I've just talked about commentary, actually, and uh, one of my first notes is Matt Striker is annoying. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, it, ruins, it, it doesn't ruin the show. But he makes it a lot worse for his presence. <laughs> it's just a creep. It's just a bit weird. It's just... He devalues the product. It's weird. I, I really wish they had separate, like separate comments teams for Rod SmackDown. Does he so make... there's only like half as much. Is it him that's making odd comments about Vicky Guerrero? Yes. Yeah. He, he said he'd take her on a date or something. Didn't he? Yeah. Do I think King's making it worse by going now. She's basically ugly as him. Like he's talking about. <laughs> I've got some it's comments just... about ah, King in the just... next. Um, <laughs> so, I mean the match only goes seven minutes it doesn't actually really get a chance to get going there's a lot of wrestles and then sort of the first big storyline gets interrupted by the Nexus they get rid of Ziggler they also surround Kingston beat Kingston down, not alright what happened beforehand there was a mass, there was a big bump on the, from Kofi as well with a, with a dive to the outside Yeah, but that, that was about it I've already, uh, Wade Barrett needs a better finisher I, I've got a continuity issue in this match. I also think Barrett should have had a Nexus microphone. I mean, I didn't watch the... I haven't seen the lead-up to this, so I don't know if Nexus part of WWE or whether like NWO trying to take yeah, over. No, they were, they were part of it because they were, they were all NXT... They were all the NXT people. So they had they? contracts. Right, I was just, I just... Right then, I just thought a Nexus microphone would look better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll just yeah, yeah. yeah. Do the thing where they rip off the logo. Yeah. Just have to play mic. Yeah, and his finish is just shy, isn't it? It's like a reverse Alabama slam thing. It's really... The winds of change. <laughs> well, the wind nobody... No, don't get me on the road, change. Say, so, Peters, what did we think of the only match? Yeah, it was all right. It was all right, wasn't it? It was... Ah. If, ah. if you put this on... If it had a proper finish, I think on any show, it's a, it's an all right opener. Like I say, my continuity issue is bell never rings at the end. Is it not? So we're still going now? Did you not take yeah. out the bell, the, the bell, the timekeeper? No, because he just attacked thingy, didn't they? I think he's normally do that, eh? No, Mike, Mike Kyoto. Mike Kyoto, do, 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 just got chased off, didn't he? AEW star, Mike Kyoto. Yeah, AEW referee, Mike Kyoto. Yeah, debuted this week. He just ran off and then the bell never rang. So unless the timekeeper ran off as well. Yeah, might have So technically this match is still going on exactly 10 years later with a lot of people that aren't under contracts anymore. But it might as well still be going on because they're both there. Like, so uh, I'm all I, I, I didn't like this match. Yeah, but they're not in the match, are they? Yeah, but I'm on. Well, you know what I mean. So you can't say they're not in the contract anymore because there's lots of people like in contract anymore. Right, <laughs> people... Vicky Guerrero's not in the contract anymore. There you go. And that match <laughs> is still going on then. David is still there. I didn't like this match. The silence there speaks volumes. Yeah. I think. <laughs> no offense to Kofi Kingston, but every offense intended to Dolph Ziggler. This is the most boring, meh, predictable match that WWE could put on. Either then or now. Like, no one cares. What about forever, though? 
Yeah, or forever as well. <laughs> like, they've both been there for that long. Oh, Dolph Ziggler versus Coffee Kingston for a mid-card title. Oh, yeah, nice one. That's new. It's been going on forever. Might have been new in 2010, though. I don't think it was. I feel like... I mean, it... They Ziggler had only been this, around for two years. Yeah, two years too long. But they... <laughs> they picked, like... It's just a boring match, isn't it? It's just meh. Like, it's a good one to do this angle in. And, like, because no one cared about the finish. Like, okay, yeah. And it's like, and it's because the title was, like, not that prestigious at the time anyway. So, like, yeah, someone might win it one week and lose it the next, and, like, no one cares. And it would just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm down on Dolph Ziggler anyway, because I don't think it's very good. I don't think it has been. Um, just, don't, just don't get the hype. I know Rashi Love is, like, your favorite wrestler of all time. I do, I do Dolph Ziggler, yeah. Yeah, but what is the point in Dolph Ziggler? Someone I don't mind a, a bit of the Zigman. I just wish he got, he's got quite a cool name, man. called Nick Nemeth, isn't he? That's I just wish to give him a cool name. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, he, his gimmick was entertaining where he used to go around backstage and introduce himself. Right. And shake hands with people. I, I enjoyed that. Was that, I assume that was post Spirit Squad. That's how he debuted, yeah, as Dolph Ziggler. He just used to cut to people and go, hey, Dolph Ziggler, nice to meet you. And then, like, <laughs> Deputy used to look to him up. Funny answer and beat him up. It's good. Um, I don't know why you're ugly. I just thought, yeah, Dolph S. Coffee, a bit of an uninspiring match. It just didn't really... I think, so I, I think... I was, I, was glad for the, I was glad for the interference, to be honest. I think Ziggler and Kings obviously knew that it was coming, the interference, yeah. so they just thought, well, what's the fucking point? Yeah, yeah, to be fair, though, if you know it's coming, like you say, what's, there's no point in putting your body on the line, is there? When no, you're no, no there isn't. No so, but it was just like, yeah, if you're going to... I don't think it's going to get heel heat, breaking up Dolph S. Coffee, is what I'm saying. Hmm. I really like Coffee Kingston. But, he was. He just felt like he was like treading water a bit. Dolph Ziggler was just Dolph Ziggler. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've just not, never been able to get into him. Really. There we go then. So we'll move what, on to what him. did we? What did you make of the promo by Barrett? Standard promo. I, I quite liked it. I quite like the the line. If you're not Nexus, you're against us. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what upsets me? I was going to get into the main event, but I'll take it now because Nexus are here. The Nexus should have been wearing matching gear. Yes, I noticed that. You kept seeing how oh, they're all united. Yeah, Justin Gabriel's in like purple sparkly. trunks and stuff, and they're all they're all wearing similar stuff. So they all could they have all, just been they put in black. Wearing, they need to wear black trunks and black boots. Yeah, with the like, Nexus, Nexus logo on it. Yeah. It's not like some of them are wearing I don't know, like uh, long tights. One of them's wearing shorts. One of them's wearing, they're all wearing the same stuff. Had little Iron Man's there. I yeah. know. Well, come on, it's man. not hard for this bit, and then they could have when did Nexus split up? They could have then gone to the normal the gear that they wanted. Yeah. I just think for this, if the main point is how they're all united, they should have looked united. Yeah. You take the shirts off. If you hadn't watched wrestling and you just saw the screenshot, you wouldn't know which team was Nexus, which team was WWE. Yeah, true. Yeah, I never really noticed it, to be honest. Stuff like that. I just think I like yeah, teams to wear match least... gear. Yeah, at least the same colour scheme. Like NWO yeah. always had black and white, didn't they? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I get, I get that. Yeah, I get it. Right then, let's move on to uh, speaking of the main event. We've got Jericho and Edge trying to convince the Miz, who's the current United States Champion and Money in the Bank winner, to join Team WWE. Edge is eating Slim Jim. I guess he's got the new sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, it says it on the commentary table, doesn't it, Slim Jim? Um, I remember having something in England and. Uh, in England, for all our American listeners, and it was called a Lanky Larry. Is it, it, is Slim Jim not just a pepperoni? I thought it was a sweet in it, a Slim Jim. Was I, it? Thought it was, I thought it was a pepperoni. Oh, I, could, I could be wrong then. Right, we'll find out right now. Slim I Jim. Slim I thought, Jim. I thought it was similar to a Lanky Larry. 
Trousers are weird, are they? Oh, it's, uh, it's, 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 beef, it's beef jerky. All right, I'm talking shit again. So what, what the hell's a lanky Larry? What's going to come up if I Google lanky Larry? All <laughs> 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 oh, right. Oh, so lanky Larry is... It's like a chewy um, sweet. Yeah. All right. There we go. Lanky Larry sticks. Yeah, that'll be it. From the 90s. When did you have it? Um, Early 2000s. I was going to say, it's been discontinued for a while, so you've been eating recently. I'll fall on down the back of the sofa. <laughs> oh, that's where I bought that wanky lorry. <laughs> I, I bought a used one off eBay. Oh, God, you come, come in your jeans. <laughs> yeah. Can you get one on eBay? Let's have a look. We make Dave Peters a 15 year old Langularity. <laughs> YouTube content right there. Right, kill him off. I mean, this was obviously before the Miz won his single WWE title, and it took him a while to get the credit he deserved, but they were pushing him here as, like, a massive star. They're, they? trying to, they're trying to push him here into the world that he, what he is now. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do with it. Yeah. Because he's obviously he's got the US belt and so he's got the the money in the bank and then with his heel promos. I know he's like a, sometimes a face and sometimes a heel these days, but to me that's what they were trying to do with him. What they've done with him now is what they were trying to do here. Yeah, it just because I well I wasn't watching at this time, but when I got back into watching in the 2016, the general consensus was the business shit. Yeah, I thought that as well. Yeah, he may have ended the WrestleMania this the next the next year, the day after this. And yeah. that, but is that not one of is that the one with the rock in of fears? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not really. Yeah, it's not really it's, the it was one of the WrestleMania's all time. Yeah. yeah, we won't. We're not going to be covering that one because it's just yeah, it's just, yeah it's just not very good. But um, especially Cole's definitely trying to push the Miz as like the next big thing in wrestling. Yeah, which I guess you've got to test it first, haven't you? Should be. I just, it's, I think it does just seem to be like. No, they really with... tested. They went all in. He was champion oh, like yeah. two months later. You just yeah, you might by test it. You've got to give them the belt to see what they yeah. do, on you? I just remember like recently, it was about 2018, wasn't it? Do you know what was that? When he beat that Ryder for the Continental titles, was yeah, that and they started they started feuding around Reigns all hack off and started loving him, just weird. Yeah, and then it just, it just flipped. Where everyone hates the Miz because he's classic WWE, and now yeah. oh, the Miz is the greatest wrestler in the world. Which yeah. ironically, because I used to think that Miz was the best heel because everyone hated him. And then because everyone hated him and said, oh, yeah, he's a good heel, now everyone loves him. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then he's not as good of a heel anymore. Which you can't really win, can you? Yeah, well, Miz is going to say he's going to make a decision later on. So whether he becomes a seventh member. Because Great Carly got took out. Took out by Nexus, not took out because of shit, but probably could took out because of shit. The first one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, many, how many chances? Speaking of chances, how many chances did that guy get? He held the belt upside down. Oh, well, 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 wait till our Great Carly special. Yeah. yeah, the best match he ever had was the one he wanted in with the <laughs> picture, picture on Taker at the end Jerry Prison. That, that was so it. weird. Who was he Teddy Long going? Yeah. It's going to be you, the picture. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What the hell? Yeah. Oh, Christ. Let's not forget about the time he eliminated himself with the Battle Royal. Classic. Just, come on. You know what I mean? Come on. Anyhow, it's, um, unfortunately, I'm not going to get any better because we're moving to the Divas Championship match. Oh, my God. So we've got Alicia Fox, who's the current champion, uh, going against Melina. She's just come uh, back from a, a knee injury. She has to give up the title, so she never actually lost it. 
I said about Buffy Kingston's music in the first one. Does Alicia <laughs> Fox have the worst music in wrestling? I, I literally It was, uh, um, it I was Nelly. I thought it was, it, it was like the beginning of It's Getting Hot in Here by Nelly, wasn't it? It was, it was crap. I it was. Fox's yeah. music, shit. Yeah. Fox's, Fox's Nelly ripoff music, I put. Listen okay. to the opening of Hot in Here by Nelly. Ken, I, know, I, think, as that. I think you find it's pronounced as Ken Hot and Her. <laughs> so there we go. This match wasn't very good, and it was made worse by uh, a very sexist comment from King, because <laughs> Karsik was. What, what did he say? I, he called Alicia Fox bland. <laughs> she went, she's normally, I think he said, because Melina come out in some sort of mad headdress. Do you look like a Brazilian fest, um, parade? Girl, the new Oh yeah, yeah, down at the uh, the copper, the yeah, the copper cabana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't remember this. I was going to join the next line, but I can't remember this. <laughs> Her name was Melina. <laughs> she yeah, but she came out in this mad thing, which then took about five minutes for her to take it all off. <laughs> but at least the photographer stayed on his feet this time. But King, obviously, because there's two women in the ring, King feels it appropriate to say. Um, Alicia Fox is normally beautiful, but she looks real bland now compared to Melina. <laughs> just... Why do you have to mention that King? Just like, why? <laughs> she's done well to get to this point, Alicia Fox. Like, two years before this, she was a wedding planner. Yeah. Um, and, then... and, now, and now she's she's the yes. champion. So my uh, my main issue with this match is... Um, it, it was booked. It was five minutes long. <laughs> yeah, it's booked. Yeah. <laughs> But, right, Melina's come back from a knee injury. So, and she's selling that she's got a bad knee. So, Alicia Fox spends four minutes working a fucking shoulder. And then, but don't, didn't and then the commentary the... team try and cover for it. I was going to say they covered it, though. And it makes it even worse. Oh, it was just terrible. Still anyway, not the worst part. Melina wins after a face buster. So, she's the new champ. And then Josh Matthews come out. He's a thing still. <laughs> His most noble thing was getting a bloody nosebleed on that Super Show Raw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, was, that was great. Watched oh, that back many times. Yeah, we literally we watched it live. We watched that one live, didn't we? Yeah, I think we stayed up and we watched it and just rewound on Sky Plus. And then we ended up being we ended up being like twenty minutes behind because we were just watching in slow motion <laughs> Josh Matthews get a nosebleed. <laughs> Oh, absolutely uh, outrageous. Um, so, yeah, Josh Matthews um, tries to interview uh, Melina. Lay Cool come out with some of the worst t-shirts that look like they were handmade. Um, they'll, they'll just, you're going to get upset in it. But, um, you, you're going to get upset with all, and then I'll come for your opinion, right? Yeah. So they're, the, yeah. they're the co-divas champions, so they've got a belt that's broken off. Melina then attacks Lay Cool, but they get the upper hand. And then they just beat up Fox as well. And then after Fox just helps them beat up Molina. Yeah. Lou, what did we think of the full thing? So this is episode twenty one. Yeah. This is the worst thing I've ever seen on any show. Wait, is this worse include... than Mongo McMichael? This is worse because Mongo McMichael was that bad. It was funny. This, this was just that, that bad. bad. It was just like bad. I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> the match was like I was gonna say the match was okay. The match was terrible. But compared to the, the shenanigans afterwards, the match was okay. The, I hate Michelle McCall. Like, she's another one of like, there's so many wrestlers now that I just realized I just can't stand. Like, obviously, we just be through Dolph Ziggler, like, right? So at this point, imagine how I feel in this match. But Michelle McCall, my God. And then, 
And then Layla was the most annoying oh, thing. Oh, Layla was terrible. She was. She reminded me a lot of um, Elena Payne from Tracy Beaker. That's a very. That's listeners. a very niche yeah. British reference there. <laughs> but I was just like, oh my god, stop! Just stop play, right now. Just people have a go at the Iconics, right? The Iconics are doing this 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 gimmick, but ten times better. I was going to yeah, say the that. Iconics have got like cool are bad this Iconics. This was the worst thing. But, like it was I, well, just I'm, awful. I hate the fact that they cut off the women's championship and they kept that stupid butterfly belt. Yeah. For one, yeah. I think after this, this led into Michelle McCool, who wasn't even the champion. Layla was the actual champion, winning the winner takes all match. After this, right? And she comes back like ten years later, and there's five people in the women's Get out, Michelle McCool. Get out. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do your really little and play devil's advocate. I don't hear it. At Cool's supposed to be annoying. So yeah, but this. No, because there's, there's two different types of heat. There's, there's heat like, oh, I want to get them beat up. And there's, there's heat of like, I just want to stop watching this. And that was that sort of heat for me. Because I don't care. Do you think I was like, you know, you watch this line and think, oh, I, gotta really hit, I really hope Alicia Fox gets thrown back on these two. No, I just want the whole thing to stop. There's a difference between something being like a bad guy and just being a bad wrestler. Right. This was bad. This was terrible. It was awful. And it was like, I feel like even the production truck were like, right, let's just end this early because they started playing the music and but they carried on anyway. Like, it was atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. This is yeah. honestly, episode 21. You know, we watched a full episode of TNA. TNA! Hey, we and watched and this is the worst thing. Hours of TNA. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst thing I've seen. We've watched shows booked by Vince Russo. I feel like I'm waking my neighbors up now. But this is the worst thing uh, I've really seen. Though? On any, it's 6 a.m. This is the worst <laughs> thing I've seen on any of the shows we watched so far. This segment was terrible. It was the genuine worst thing I've ever seen. It was awful. I mean, Lake Cole, I think, put women's wrestling back. Some of the, I, there was obviously told to say it, but like, again, they, they, they called somebody ugly or something, didn't they? Yeah, they had the whole storyline with Ricky James. Yeah. And they've done it, oh, doing it again. Yeah. yeah. And it yeah. was now, we, we look back at it and we think, oh, Michelle McCool was a trailblazer. No, no, she wasn't. She married the Undertaker. She's, I would just yeah. like to say one thing on this. I quite like those split belts. The split belts were terrible. <laughs> I, I thought they were like. What I, are you I, talking I, about? I, I thought they Stay were off the weed. <laughs> oh, that's outrageous. That, that's I, a, I didn't mind them. Terrible. Yeah, and I knew that's you've ever said. It was awful. That was one of the worst. There's a lot of bad things that I. Oh my god! The, you know, the, what you what you said like off the recording like half an hour ago wasn't as bad as what you just said. You <laughs> can't believe that. That's outrageous, Piers. I, I thought they were quite clever those little split belt things. Yeah, I thought they were quite good. Oh, I didn't uh, because that led to the, the whole championship being scrapped. In the terms of the stupid belt. Yeah, all right, I'll give you that. But I mean, as a concept, to have a co-champion split the belt in half, I think is quite amusing. There was no fun. need to be a co-champion. <laughs> Fucking hell! There was no need for it. It wasn't like they just pinned someone at the same time or something like that. It was just that Layla was like, oh, you, Michelle McCool, you're just like more popular than me or something, so you just be champion with me as well. Fucking I, awful. I, I know. And he never even got the storyline. The storyline should have been at the end. Layla's like, you know what? I'm getting sick of this. And beats Layla Michelle against, McCool. Layla against Michelle, and, yeah. And, and unifies it. But look, is that what happened? No. no. Michelle McCool beats Layla and Melina and wins both titles in a winner takes all match where she wasn't even a fucking champion to begin with. Ridiculous. That's the issue with. I know a lot of people complain about Tori Wilson when it's a Hall of Fame, but <laughs> you obviously want to celebrate more women in wrestling, but 
some of them wasn't very good, was they? It, it's it's hard sometimes, isn't it? You've got obviously you got you got your Trish, your Lita, your Beth Phoenix, and thank God Beth Phoenix came along. And you've got James as well, to be fair. Tori Wilson wasn't trying to be anything she wasn't. Yeah, that is true. You Tori Wilson's limitations, and they put her in roles. She was employed to basically be an attractive woman. We're basically pretending. Let's be honest. That's that's what Tori Wilson's role was, and have a dad as part of the storyline. We're pretending that. Michelle McCool is King Ronda Rousey. Yeah. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Great belts. Is she, she's not in the whole time. Michelle McCool, is she? Not yet. No, not yet. She will be. It, it's coming. It's coming. We're going to put hair in the Hall of Fame before, like, you know, Molly Holly or Victoria. Get out. It's not having it. Is Molly Holly not in the Hall of Fame? No, she's just on the stage for too long. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird, that was it. <laughs> Anyone's ever seen it, watch... Um, what year was it? 2018? 2018. Yeah, watch that. Watch that Hillbilly Jim speech. The Hall of Fame, yeah. Skip through Hillbilly Jim. Unless you've got two years to waste. Molly Holly introduced Ivory into the um, into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's fine. Ivory comes up to do a speech. Molly Holly just weirdly stands on the edge of the stage <laughs> for about half an hour. It was awkward. <laughs> we didn't take any notice of Ivory's speech because me and Lou was just saying to you, but why is Molly Holly still stood there? <laughs> You know, in hindsight, like if I went to WrestleMania weekend again, hopefully we'll get to go again. I, I'd probably skip the Hall of Fame. That's that, that Hall of Fame session started off so well because the Dudley's puts me through a table. Yep. And then Hillbilly Jim. And Hillbilly Jim took about yeah. five years. Kept mentioning it was, it was, for no reason. Yeah, it was so boring. It went on for so long. But yet still, I would watch it again over this shitty segment. <laughs> I'm getting hot. Peters, apart from the belts, did you enjoy the match? No shit. <laughs> Is it the worst thing you've ever seen? Um, it's up there with some of the worst things that we've watched on this for this podcast. I would say and probably the worst thing we've seen. So, um, right, we're going go to go back to so long because it was only like what? How many matches were on this card? Like six or seven? Wasn't six, it? There's not many. And I was like, it goes on for three hours. How long does it go on for? And it's because they filled two hours of it with this. I think I've not timed it, but I think this was the thing was roughly two hours long. <laughs> it was five minutes. Well, do you ever watch then this match? Or oh, let's go back to the first ever episode we did. I can't remember, Tennessee Lee, whatever his name was in, <laughs> against Medusa. Oh, Tennessee Lee. Tennessee Lee, Medusa. Medusa. Because that was meant to be bad. Right. This was meant to be good, and it was bad. This was a title match. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I I quite like Melina. I didn't think she got better, but yeah, the match was... Yeah, well, it was, it was a match. If the match... If the match ended and it was fine, you'd thought, feel like... I almost wrote it down because I forgot this happened. But like, oh, it's nice for someone to win in the hometown. Yeah. Oh no, she gets yeah. beat by Michelle McCall and fucking they learned the pen from Tracy Beaker. And I was just like, <laughs> uh, infuriating. Yeah. It's just, I mean, whoever agency the match should have done better because the oh, why would you wet the shoulder when she's come back from a knee injury yeah. and she's selling oh, the knee injury? I, and the commentary team are going on about a knee injury all the time. Yeah, I completely forgot about the match. The match was just, eh, that's what it was. Oh, that's like that's afterwards. At least the next bit's better. Yeah, um, let's well, move anything, on. Anything could be better for this. Let's move on before Lou explodes. Um, oh. By the next bit, do you mean um, Trace Adkins and Madeline Wayans in the in the crowd beers? No, I mean, I've, I've not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not I, even acknowledging that. He did, that cowboy did not look happy at all, did he? He looked so pissed off. Rumor has it he was pissed off because uh, he got kicked off from Road Wild the week before. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll move into a match which is weird. So we've got the Straight Edge Society against Big Show in a three-on-one handicap match. So the Straight Edge Society is CM Punk, 
Luke Gallows, Joseph Mercury, not Joey Mercury, Joseph. <laughs> and uh, is it Serena? Yeah. No. They're basically, so CM Punk's had his head shaved um, after he lost at Rey Mysterio. Was that mask vest hair match? Yeah, and then there's it's a VT, that... isn't there? It shows uh, Big Show taking Rey Mysterio's yeah. mask off to reveal CM Punk. Yeah, then, well, no, it's CM Punk's mask. We all knew it was CM Punk. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he took the Rey Mysterio mask off him, didn't he? No, it was just a CM Punk mask. Oh, I thought it was a Rey Mysterio one. No, it was just a mask CM Punk. Oh, fair enough. No, because I, I think the... Um... One of the stipulations of one of the early matches was that if CM, if Rey Mysterio lost, he had to join the Strange Society. So I presume that was the mask uh, right. for him at first. Right. right. And then he went in a different direction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fair so, um, so of just, well, Big Show took his mask off to show CM Punk's bald head on a massive ladder. I don't know. Was that from Money in the Bank? But the ladder was huge. Yeah, it's Big Show's ladder, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. Was he in the Money in the Bank or something? I think so, yeah. Because he had it on display in, um, when I went to Access one year. It's, it's like three times as hard as a normal other one. <laughs> yeah. Just heavy. Um, so, so he could climb it. Cause apparently, I think there was a storyline where he couldn't climb the ladder because he was too heavy. It was that the big show. So they had to pick him a bigger ladder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what? We'll segue in here. But you know what my favourite thing ever is? One of the early Money in the Banks. I know, where, exactly. uh, sorry. <laughs> where Booker T goes to pull the ladder out and it's like Hornswoggle's little step ladder. It's on the WrestleMania. It's one of the first ones, isn't it? I think it's like WrestleMania 23, isn't it? Is it, is it the Trump Lashley? Yeah, I think it's that yeah. one. 23, yeah. Great WrestleMania. The, the, the absolute look on Booker T's face when he pulls out that little tiny ladder. <laughs> Actually, wrestling, I promise now, we're doing WrestleMania 23. We'll, we'll do that, everyone. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. So we've got this three-on-one handicap match here. Obviously, Luke Gallows and Joseph Mercury just... Typical henchmen. <laughs> Gallo's ever going to be anything else in the henchmen. Drew Mercury. I don't think uh, he's ever had a sing- he's never had a singles match, has he? Drew Mercury. <laughs> I think so. And it was really weird because they had like a masked guy for ages, and it was like, who's it going to be? And then when it was revealed, it was Drew Mercury. Like, fuck's sake! Like, it was such a yeah. weird storyline. This whole match is weird. So Strange Society uh, sort of broke Big Show's hand like a month before. Um, so he comes out with it all taped up, but then gets it cut off straight away, showing his hands fully healed. The match then starts, and nobody knows if it's a tornado or a normal tag match. Yeah, it goes out the window, doesn't Somebody it? Should, I know they're coming back. You know, JR always said, I don't want to know what happened. But you should tell the commentary team the rules. Yeah. <laughs> there was or like, at least just present it in a way where it's obvious what the rules are. Yeah. They just went, the country was like, oh, I guess this is a tornado match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just daft. So the um, strange sight go after Big Show's hand, obviously. I mean, it only goes on for six minutes, and so not a right lot happens. Typical three on one. Then CM Punk leaves, uh, and Big Show chucks Lamps Jeremy on top of Luke Gallows to win. What did we think of this, Peters? The fact that Big Show can pick Joey Mercury up by his Swede is quite impressive. Big Show, I love the Big Show. Big Show's just great. The thing is, though, how often do you see a Big Show handbrake storyline? Because he had something similar against Triple H as well. I guess when you finish, yeah, because was he doing the... Yeah, well, that, that's it, isn't it? I think that's the problem. But like you say, once, you, once you've seen it, you think, oh, God, it's the same thing again. But as a match overall, I thought it was all right. Although Michael Cole says... I can't remember who does it, but it's on Big Show. They go, he goes, oh, it's a double DDT, and it's quite clear, just like a bulldog from the top row. It's like, oh, Michael Cole, get it sorted, son. Oh, that was, was it... the worst DDT of all time ever, I don't actually, yeah. 
Yeah, two of them. I can't remember. They make a call like Colton Mitchell Knuckle Driver. Or Haluba Bomb. <laughs> Haluba Kick, sorry. But other than that, it was it was alright. The rules just went out the window, as we've already alluded to as well. Was the, this... Look, the was, rules just went, went nowhere. Yeah, Lou, you was obviously watching at the time. Was it the yeah. end of the Straight Edge Society? I think he was getting there, yeah, because I think by the end of the year, Punk was in Nexus, wasn't he? Right. Um... Well, like right at the end of the year. But yeah, I, th- I think so. Because I think there must have been some sort of draft coming up based on some of the shenanigans. But I can't remember. I just remember this this storyline, Big Show, just randomly came into it. it that's what it seemed like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the draft might have just happened, actually. Because I, I couldn't like out what was more and what was SmackDown on the show, to be honest. Right. But yeah, Big Show just like randomly came into it. Because it was just like, it was feeding me around Mysterio. And then all of a sudden it was like, Big Show was like, how are you bald? <laughs> The big show is himself bald. <laughs> yeah, that's how the two started, really. Yeah, it was hard. <laughs> Cracking Netflix show, the big show. So. Big show, show. I've yeah. not watched it especially yet with, like, um, who else is in it? They've got, like, a new army. Oh, yeah, I know it's, this. It's, like, it's all the, the Netflix sitcoms, like, all those cheesy sitcoms. They've been, like, some big crossover period. Oh, <laughs> crossover show. And there's, um, uh, what's that Inglésius guy? Gabriel Inglésius. Who's Enrique? He's the singer, isn't he? Yeah. He's the singer, yeah. That's, that that um that comedian guy. He's got his own yeah. sitcom, apparently. So he's in. So it's like the big show. His family have ended some sort of spark competition. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like six Netflix sitcoms, like low budget Netflix sitcoms that have all come together for one one big one. I'll have to get that watch. But yeah, I, I was in. Come back to this match. Because is it 2011, the Money in the Bank match with CM Punk? Yeah. So I was sort of shocked to see CM Punk being on the team of three losing to the Big Show. Yeah, he was in a bit of a weird period here because he was, he'd like had like some type of match in the like, card. I didn't even mention as well, didn't he, that he may have been SummerSlam the year before. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, he was obviously one of the biggest stars in the world this time next year, but it was just in a bit of a, he had a really good gimmick, the whole straight edge thing, but it wasn't really a main event level one. I mean, this was the same year. He was in the Royal Rumble for a long time. He was just doing a promo and throwing people out for yeah. a while. Uh, what, is that the one Edge comes back or wins it? Yeah, it would have been. Because it was 26 this year, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a... seemed a strange match. I mean, I never understand when the one wins a handicap match. No, I, I guess, guess it's not a match because CM Punk walked out and left yeah. the two I don't think um, Luke Gallows was in WWE for much longer. No, I don't. I think I think he, him and Serena both got released fairly, fairly quickly. Uh, fairly, fairly quickly after this, yeah. Well, Luke Gallows went on to be another henchman somewhere else. Just what it does. Fairly attacked him. I was. I wish he'd stayed in um, WWE. I like the brothers. I just had him entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, they've gone to Impact, haven't they? Impact and New Japan, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Is he back as Docklin? Yeah. There we go. I always like Carl Anderson. I think Carl Anderson's hilarious. Yeah, I just, I just, I, I thought they were quite good henchmen. Like when he, when he turned up in the, um, <laughs> in the barnyard match. <laughs> yeah, just, just out of nowhere. There's so much Luke Gallows that he always just like real smug and pleased, but he's always like, "Here, I'm here." But I just, I don't know why. <laughs> I just find it really entertaining. Why well, do you know what, what Luke Gallows? Why did he start wearing face paint? Japan in it. It was in Japan, wasn't it? No, yeah. but like he didn't wear it at the start when he came back. He didn't yeah. wear it then. He just, just had paint in his eyes. Doing more Japanese stuff, didn't he? Yeah. Did the right thing on the wall. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. We'll move on to um, what I've brought here is an, an interesting exchange. <laughs> so we've got a cane promo with a coffin. 
Yeah, he's in the current World Heavyweight Championship winner. Cashed in his money in the bank at Money in the Bank to beat to beat Rey Mysterio. Sheamus interrupts him. Uh, calls himself the Big Red Machine. That was great. <laughs> what a great the, line. The, the, it's just weird. What was going on here? <laughs> I put, I put, came promo, this is weird. It was so yeah, weird. Because how about for this lad anyway, did it? <laughs> no. I don't remember it, Sheamus and Kane feud. <laughs> it didn't lead anywhere. Yeah, I always found it weird. to take her after this. They used to do this with Triple H and JBL back in the day as well. They were both heel champions. They used to have beef each other when they were in the same pay-per-view. But it never led anywhere. I just, I, yeah, I don't really get it. I can only assume it's because they're, as with them both being heels, they want to be the champion. But like you said, then you would put them against each yeah. other. Yeah, I thought maybe it was building to like a brand yeah. warfare match, but I don't think it was. But Seamus sort of says we should work together. And Ken says no. And he's like, no, they won't work with you anyhow. Yeah, but they're on different brands. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's just it, weird. Oh. And it's all done next to a coffin. It's just weird. Oh, Wrestling's weird. Put a promo together for no reason. But yeah, Wrestling, I don't think Wrestling's great. Oh, that's yeah. weird, right? And then, then we go on to uh, the Miz. He comes down to the ring. <laughs> I love this promo so much. Uh, he does a promo about joining Team WWE and sort of asks the fans whether he should join WWE and says he doesn't care. Goes on about how everyone says he's the greatest wrestler of all time, pretty much. But now he's the next big thing in the WWE. And then he accepts the offer. And he's going to join the WWE team and be the seventh member in the 7 7 match later on. Say, so, Peter, did you enjoyed the promo? Why, why did you enjoy the promo? Purely for one ma- <laughs> for one line. Wait, he's on about John Cena. He says, I am the only person that can see John Cena. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. I was properly laughing out loud at that. Absolutely <laughs> incredible line. But I genuinely thought that was quite a good promo. I, I, I think he's, I, he's I, good at promos. Yeah, and yeah, I think my only beef was it went on a bit too long. For yeah, me. it did go on a little bit too long, but the way he has a go at the crowd to keep his heelish side and then says, you don't get to say it, I get to say it. You follow me, I don't follow you, and yeah. stuff like that. I was just surprised that he accepted the offer, because obviously I knew he wasn't in the main event. Yeah. So I was with the card before. Spoiler alert. No one's listening to these for the results. Are they? Spoiler clapping. Yes, yes, I think people are listening. Just like thinking, oh, yes. like, I wonder what happened at SummerSlam 2010. I'll listen to yeah. wrestling around. Yes. No one's. No what? Yeah, I don't think that. Who's, who's doing that? Me. Right, listeners. Tweeters. <laughs> Facebookers. <laughs> Instagrammers. Snapchats. At WrestleRound. Around. Yeah. And let us know. Do you listen to these for the results or the review? Because I'm pretty sure it's going to be a review. <laughs> yeah, they could do both. So, so, so but just, then you rely on our listeners. Yeah, like, just be careful. Then you rely on our listeners like not watching the WWE Network ever. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't think the WWE Network. I just listen to Wrestling Around. What? No. no I like to think they listen to Wrestling Around, then watch the show and think, yeah, Wrestling Around was correct. Oh, I do it different around. <laughs> I didn't really say. I do different around, guys, but it's you know it's a personal choice. You know what I mean? The listeners can do what they want, though. Who are you to tell them? I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't think people listen to this. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So says the genuine garden party goer. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Ali, you um, you said it was too long the promo. Do you think um maybe Molina and Alicia Fox deserved a few more minutes? I didn't have a. I didn't care about the match. The match was fine. (laughs) <laughs> well, it wasn't fine. It was okay. It was the shenanigans afterwards. Basically, Michelle McCall. So, are you saying, because you said, you said they thought it got cut off early, maybe that's why the promo was 
a bit too long. Just get the Miz an extra two minutes. Ah, just get the main event an extra five minutes. We'll get to that. But there's a yeah. period where the main event just wraps up far too quickly, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, they could have just cut the whole Michelle McCall thing out, couldn't they, and released her? Yeah. <laughs> no, because she was. Was she with the Undertaker at this point? I don't know. Maybe they've got children, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, Guy agree with you, look, because she was shite. Could have sacked off the women's. When did Beth Phoenix come in? Because that was. I, mean, I, think, she, I think she might have been and gone. She, oh, she'd she been before least, this, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. that, was, that was when the women's division got better, graced. Until they are NXT. Well, they, they had talented people. They just didn't use them. They've always had talented people. And they've always had like they always had Ivory, but she was never like the main star. Molly was never the main star. Victoria was never the main star. They've always had like decent wrestlers. Jazz. Yeah, when they had Victoria, and they pushed Candice Michelle. That's it. They could have had some really good matches, but they just didn't want to do that style with the women. Yeah, that is true. I have um, also wrote down on. I, I assume it's part of this promo. What the fuck is Cole doing? It's like he's Tigger on speed. I assume he was jumping up and down at some yeah, point. Yeah, his gimmick at the moment was he loved the he loved he loved the Miz, didn't he? I, I he can only assume that he was jumping up. What yeah, was I can only assume that he was jumping up and down when the Miz was um, accepting the offer. So I've compared him to Tigger on speed. Well, he's claiming that the Miz is the only person who can save. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, that. Be so it came through from NXT. Because Cole was the content on NXT at the time. Obviously, NXT was a lot different to what it is now. Um, it's hard to believe that it was only 10 years ago. <laughs> NXT was so different. But yeah, it was just... Um, was it was it like yeah, it was a, it was a game NXT. show. Was that the last NXT? No, it's the first one, this one. First, yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, but it was just... It was that's like, how it started. Like Michael Cole absolutely loved The Miz. And then The Miz was Daniel Bryan's pro. Yeah. And he hit, so he hit Daniel Bryan. Oh, uh, that makes a bit more that's sense. That's how it starts, yeah. Right. So that's why, when you get to the main event as well, that's why it happens like it does. How many people watched it? I, I hate this. It's like when they did it with Corey Graves and, was it Jason Elias or Jason Jordan? Jason Jordan, yeah. I think, wasn't it? Because they had beef in NXT, but nobody watched it. So they go to the main, nobody knows why. Yeah, so, I mean, NXT was different. So NXT was replaced ECW, so it was on Sci-Fi Network. It wasn't like, just like yeah. a niche product. It was more popular. I don't know what, because that was back in the day when they used to use ratings rather than total viewership. So I don't know what it was getting. But I would hazard a guess, and I don't know for sure, they would be getting around what Raw is probably getting now. Certainly, I reckon it's certainly more than what NXT and AEW are getting now. Right. I don't, I, I've honestly no idea. So, like, you know, if you know, anyone wants to tweet me and go, you're full of shit. Ask Go Melt get on it. He loves, he loves the ratings. Well, yeah, but he only loves ratings if he's pinholed yeah. into a specific demographic. Yeah, do you know what? I might when he's back online, I might ask him. So check out my Twitter at Lou Markham, and I might ask him like, "Was NXT getting bigger ratings back in 2010 or now?" Because I don't, I, I just think there was more people watching wrestling at the time. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's definitely, uh, it was a different, different world. Also, 2010. NXT, NXT was hilarious. I thought Michael Cole's heel on NXT. If it stayed on NXT, it would have been amazing. See, I right, I, I premiered like everything. I didn't watch. NXT, so I missed the Michael Cole here. I don't watch wrestling at this point, but I do think Michael Cole's annoying, and I'm pretty sure it's because of them Irish fellas at WrestleMania. Oh, Cole Miners, yeah, but yeah. He, he was hilarious at that time. He had like a gun next to his commentary desk. But he was in a box, no, he, he was in a... Yeah, he was in a yeah, box because King couldn't yeah. touch him or something like that. He had, a, he had a gun, and every time he thought a segment was bad, he just rang a gun and ended the segment. Oh, I wish he was there for Michelle McCall. But why? But oh, why have a heel 
play by play. Why? Oh, I mean, yeah, it, they should have took him off like Raw commentary and put JR on a lot earlier than they did. For NXT, I thought it was hilarious. He was like the coach, you know, just like annoying heel. Yeah. But yeah, you need to be a color commentator, I think, if you're doing that. Uh, yeah, I found something interesting about coach. The fact that they once were going to book him to beat Stone Cold. <laughs> Stone Cold said no, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, it was going to be Stone Cold's last match, wasn't it? And coach, gonna be... coach, coach is going to go over. Because they've interfered with something like Vader on it or something. Like, <laughs> so random. Imagine Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, right. The next match, we've got um, the WWE Championship match. We've got Randy Orton challenging the champion Sheamus. Sheamus has been on Raw like half a year or something, less than that. Mm-hmm. Some days on it. And he's the champion. Um, won everything, Sheamus, I think, as we discussed. Was it last week? Yeah, it was in, in the archives. It's in the archives. Intercontinental, I believe. Yeah. Um, so this match has got a few stipulations. So anybody interfering will be suspended because the Nexus has sort of helped Sheamus because there was against Cena. Uh, just ruining matches, yeah. I think. And if Orton loses, he doesn't get another shot at the title while Sheamus is champion. I just think young Sheamus is weird. Mm. <laughs> yeah, has Sheamus yeah. ever had normal hair? I don't know how he walks about. Like, just regular day to day. Because his hair's always ridiculous. Yeah. His new gimmick now is he's wearing like a little bowler hat, isn't he? He's still not. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what the worst thing about his gimmick, though, is? His fucking music. What? No, his music was his. Uh, no. I think I should bring it back. On this one, it's terrible. Too many lies. Oh, it's gross. Too many lies. Man. It's gross, man. Uh, I remember watching Seamus on LDM on the rest of the channel <laughs> back in the day. Sheamus O'Shaughnessy. Yeah, I was um, doing a bit of research on Sheamus. Before he got to WWE in like 2004, he once beat Vampiro for a championship. Yeah. Was, him, and, him and like Wade Barrett were the two big stars on the British team, and, and Drew McIntyre, or Drew Galloway, as it was known. Yeah. Because there's a hilarious story where, obviously wrestling in Britain wasn't as big anywhere near what it is now, but there's a hilarious story where Wade Barrett had to interfere in a match, and he just brings a weapon. And he couldn't find anything on his shovel, so he walked down with a spade. In a period of the match, with a spade. <laughs> Just shouting lads, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But yeah, th- those people were like the biggest. Um, they thought all three were going to be WWE champion, obviously, it didn't happen for Ed Barrett, as we'll, we'll get into later on. But it did for the next two, I guess, in the end. Well, Seamus was the first Irish champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you see this match, right? As I mentioned in the in the last in the women's match, the psychology was all off. In this match, Sheamus is working the shoulder to obviously stop the RKO. Yeah, he which does. makes which so. makes which makes sense. Yeah, he does. Fucking call idiot misses it. Yeah, yeah, no, never <laughs> and, then, and then tries to um, <laughs> tries to cover. Well, I can <laughs> see it. So basically, um. This is near, near the end. Uh, Randy Orton goes for the RKO and it obviously come out of nowhere. Nobody can stop it. Beats everyone pretty much. And Sheamus pushes him away. So I, Randy Orton just does a back bump, basically. Michael Cole gets so excited about the RKO happening. He oh. misses the fact that Sheamus has reversed it. Yeah, they then see another terrible. angle. I think King says, no, he's not hitting it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think, to further, I think, if I remember rightly, I think Sheamus fell the wrong way. I think Sheamus should have fell backwards to make it more obvious. Right. Yeah. He didn't yeah. hit it because when he fell forward, it looked like he had hit it, but he hadn't. But if you are in the upper tier, you yeah. probably thought he did hit it. But, so I think Sheamus should have tried to. I don't know how he would have done it, but like when he pushed him off, then fell like fell backwards, so it was obvious that he hadn't hit it. Yeah. But Cole trying to cover for it. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh god, it was a hell of a annoying. The match actually went 19 minutes. It was, I thought it was alright, but it was pretty slow. But I guess that's what you expect from a Seamus Orton match. They're both pretty methodical workers, aren't they? Um, it ends where Seamus hits a broad kick, but Orton kicks out with two. So Seamus has a right massive paddy. Also grabs a chair. Ref tries to stop him grabbing a chair and gets thrown out the ring. Unbelievable ref. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the ref calls for a DQ. So Orton wins, which I guess is the only way they could have done it without putting the title on him, because he then can get another title shot because he didn't technically lose. Yeah. So Seamus goes to attack Randy Orton with a with the uh, with a chair. Orton just does a ridiculous low blow <laughs> kicks him in the knackers. And then the Orton hits the Aki on the announce table, which is always a cool spot. Nineteen minutes. The table don't break either, does it? Some there's some moves it doesn't like Cactus Jack always used to do a pile driver and the table never broke. It looks worse when the table doesn't break as well. Yeah. Because obviously the table's there to break your fall and you just know that it's going to be painful if that table's not doing that. But I, I, there's some it looks cool, but if you think about it logically, the RKO is just going to hurt Randy Orton more if he doesn't on hard to set. Yeah. Oh yeah. I it's remember not... the main event of WrestleMania 30 and he was down for as long as Daniel Bryan when he put him through that. There was that Batista one, one there with a turn into yeah. Like, yeah. But it took Randy Orton out as much shit as Daniel Bryan. Because there's yeah. no way it's not going to... You need to do it on the ring, in the ring, though. Everyone's yeah, gonna because he's yeah. driving... It's like doing a backbreaker on the table was a point. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Peters, what did we think of the match and the finish? Yeah, it was all right. I felt as though it went on a little bit too long, this match. 19 minutes. It was yeah. the second longest match on the card. Yeah, I just felt as though it went on a little... Because, like you said, it was a bit methodical i mean they had some nice little sequences together but and it but it it was slowed down a hell of a lot wasn't it and it just yeah That's, it just wasn't the best for me this one unfortunately i mean i'm a big randy orton fan and like that's just his style in it it's like yeah you know, I, I think the problem is it's sheamus's style as well but sheamus sheamus just isn't triple h is he do you know what i mean it's, yeah just doesn't feel as it works as well with someone like Sheamus. No disrespect yeah. to Sheamus in any in any stretch of the imagination. I like Sheamus. Yeah, no, you just need chemistry, don't you? Yeah, I, don't yeah, think no, I just don't think chemistry. these two had it, and that that was it. The, it didn't feel like the crowd had bought into it. They felt very silent, and yeah. it, it just felt it felt even longer than the nineteen minutes to me. So, so I, I was I was, I was a little bit disappointed. Sheamus is like a new champion. I think he's barely ever won clean. Yeah. So the crowd are not going to be that into it, are they? Yeah, yeah, and he, I think a year ago he was in ECW. Yeah, and he, he won this. He won the title in um the first time, and he's he's two time champion by this point, isn't he? Yeah, he won the. He became he won the first one in a tables match, didn't he? Yeah, he became number one contender by like a new chance battle royal. So it's an, if you've never Passed been by Jesse Ventura, yeah. If you've never yeah. been champion, then it's um yeah going to be uh the 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 name was in it, and then um. He beat Cena in the tables match as well because he put him through the table and yeah, uh, did. Which yeah, I just I mean Randy Orton, I'm a huge fan. And I, if I was to say you start in a wrestling promotion and you get to pick, who was your first pick? I'm pretty sure Randy Orton would be mine. Well, you if, pick you build, if you build a superstar from the ground up, it looks like Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Randall Keith, isn't it? Well, well I, I would say, say that about Lance Kidd. You said Lance Storm. <laughs> Rattail. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I used to say about Lance Kidd, see if he was going to have a blueprint for a wrestler, Lance Kidd would be what it looked like. Yeah. 
But yeah, I think my if I was to build a promotion from the ground up, you'd pick Randy Orton because he can do everything. My biggest beef was the cheap finish. Yeah, I, I don't mind cheap finishes normally when they're part of storylines, but it's again, it's treating SummerSlam like it's not a big. You wouldn't have this yeah. finish at WrestleMania. It was a bit of a letdown, wasn't it? This one. Yeah, and they do it. They do it. SummerSlam quite often. They did it last year with Randy Orton actually with Coffee Kingston. They just can't. Yeah. Help. It's just um. Yeah, I feel like SummerSlam should be one way. It's like your big finishes again, yeah. Yeah, you have like that next quarter. It's, it, it's hit and miss, isn't it? Like we've already alluded to some. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like miss. the building to the next bit for you. Yeah, that's like... it. It's like oh, so you you, you use your big your big fart, so you can have what like what you you blow off like Unforgiven or whatever it is at this point. Well, this is this Dragon is the, the issue with having stipulation pay per views like TLC and Hell in a Cell. Yeah, because they didn't build him for the hell in the cell because it needs to be a big match. Yeah, so you can't. So they end up sacrificing mm-hmm. the big shows like SummerSlam. But if they didn't book themselves into a corner by having to have a TLC or a hell in the cell match, then it yeah. it would be a lot better, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I thought this was it was a lot better than the first half of the show. Yeah, that, that missed. No, it wasn't. Off. It wasn't bad. It was just a bit. Mm, yeah. There we go. We then uh, move on to Devin Gray in the crowd. He's in some sort of show. Just, yeah, he looked like a young kid, didn't he? He looked like 15. <laughs> I don't know how old he was. Should we say how old he is now? Devin Gray. Devin Gray. Yeah, let's do it. What are we saying? What are you saying how old he is now? How old is he now? 32. Devin Gray. Peter's what you're saying? How old is he? No. No, he's not having it, Peter's. Um, he's 33. Has he, has he paused? Or has he just... Have we lost him? Terry Peters, are you still here? No. Hello? He's changed his background. Changed no, his background. no, the computer just shut itself down. Ah. is back. At least, the reco- at least the recording's still going on. Anyway, that's what I'm all worried about. Um, and he's just, we're keeping all the sin. He's, he's, <laughs> now, he's, now, he's now got a halo on. <laughs> yeah. We thought he was bored. He just froze when you look at your phone. Like, oh, he's, he's, no, he's no. He's knee deep in Twitter. The, no, no, no. The, the computer just shut itself down. I don't know if I lent on my button because my chair is quite <laughs> close to the power button. Oh, so God, I don't know if I maybe sat down, on my cha- sat down on the chair a little bit. No, just to um, make you aware, um, you'll enjoy this. Uh, Devin oh. Greer in 2008 was in Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. Oh, weirdly, I watched it. <laughs> we still record him now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a YouTube video about the darkest episode of Josh this morning. What was the darkest episode of Drake and Josh? No, it was just that they fell out and then Drake realised they needed Josh. Yeah. Well, um, that's in the point Drake and Josh because um, he's been in the news lately, hasn't he? Drake, and we won't mention anymore about that. Has he? Yeah. Oh, oh God. Every time. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> From around that time, I believe. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll sweetly move on, but. I will say this, Josh Beck is an absolute legend. And he got real thin and it was weird. <laughs> yeah, that was odd, wasn't yeah. it? Good, we'll, good we'll, I love Jay. Well done, Josh Beck. He was, he was the best bit about Jake and Josh. <laughs> yeah, I always liked the dad as well. He was like Walter. Yeah. Walter Pooh? No, not, not Walter Pooh. But yeah, the weatherman with the crazy oh, hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of time for him. All right, that's enough for the Disney show. <laughs> Is it Disney? Not Nickelodeon, wasn't it? No, it's Disney. Like Is it Disney? Disney? Yeah. All right. Anyhow, moving on. Then, um, a bit more serious. Kane against Rey Mysterio. <laughs> well, the World Heavyweight Championship. 
Kane is the current champion, so he cashed it. He won the money in the bank and cashed it in on the same night mm-hmm. to beat Rey Mysterio. Some point, somebody took out the Undertaker um, of a Labor Day weekend, but I don't know American holidays and left him in a vegetarian no, state. Memorial Day. Was it Memorial Day? Was it La- Labor Day is first week of September? Right, so it must have been Memorial Day then. Yeah, it left him in a vegetative state, so like Schumer coma. Kane basically, well, says Undertaker said it was Rey Mysterio, the only words he could utter. Kane's trying to be like a caring brother here. Like Rey Mysterio could ever do that to the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird then. Do you know what I mean? Well, it couldn't have just... stabbed him. Yeah, it's true. It's not John Cena and Carlito from 2005, is it? Is it one Carlito yeah. did it though? No, no, but it's Carlito's henchmen, wasn't it? Yeah, here's yeah. Did you hear the rumour that was supposed to be New Jack? That was just wrong. That, new new ugh. New Jack probably would have stabbed him though. I, I didn't want to say it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it actually doesn't refer any. Yeah. yeah. That the dark side of the ring is just absolutely shocking. But anyhow, anyway. Anyway, um, less than New Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Kane Kane said it was Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio then says, no, actually, mate, it was you, Kane. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got this match. <laughs> Kane comes out with a casket. Clearly shows everybody that it's empty, but it takes him about 10 minutes to set it up at the side of the ring. <laughs> and then we have, I mean, this match was just typical big man against little man. I actually quite enjoyed this. Kane I quite pretty enjoyed good, this didn't match he? as well. And then at the, at the able, go to the finish. So Kane catches a, a 619 and puts Rey Mysterio in the, in the casket. So it's still empty at this point. Everybody remember it's still empty. And then Kane wins after a ridiculous joke slam. How high did he get Rey Mysterio? It always looks ridiculous. better, doesn't it, when it's Big Man versus Little Man? Yeah. Um, he win- Kane wins the match. He then says he wants to make Rey Mysterio pay for what he's done to The Undertaker. So he chokes him twice more, literally just by picking him up by his neck. He's like a- throwing a child around. Then it's hits like a tomb- picking Joe Mercury up by his head. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Big Man. I thought Kane actually looked really good here. Yeah, they were pushing him massively at this point. Because you think of Kane like recently, like the last five years. I mean, I did love Corporate Kane, but maybe you, <laughs> you think no, it was in Corporate Kane's in when he was like Rey Mysterio. Oh, right. I thought, yeah. Oh, it's twenty-four-seven championship run. That was good, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah. you just you just turn up in the suit and then, and then I, I actually liked that feud where he was both. Who's masking and cover again because he'd do something to Seth Rollins and turn up the next game. <laughs> it's like, hey guys. <laughs> Kane's just brilliant. Oh, I love Kane. Big man as well. Remember we saw him? Just dick. When he was just sat down at. Uh, yeah, he's just dick. Did we see, why did we see Kane? So Literally we walked into access, didn't we? We went, went, went for him for a while. We thought it was the access queue. He was sat at the front of the shop in access. Oh, I don't remember that. In Dallas. I took a picture oh. and was just like, yeah, that's Kane. <laughs> just sat, like sat there and he's just big one. He full mask and everything. Yeah, yeah. I completely he, forgot that moment. In like a, a fleece. Yeah. Sort of. So yeah. Peter's got a picture of him. Um, so, yeah, he chokes on Jeremy Zero twice, tombstones in, then opens the casket. And the Undertaker's inside. Well, he opened it first and it was empty again, wasn't it? Because I thought it was, like, I thought it was quite good. Yeah, they opened it a few times, didn't they? And it yeah. shut. I'm pretty sure it shut on its own. Or somebody no, Kane it shut it. It was really awkward. Oh, did it? He just went and shut it out of frustration, yeah. Right. Yeah, Undertaker, he opens it up again. Undertaker's inside, and he wasn't a vegetative state, and you would have been, you know, forgiven for thinking that he was still in it. 
<laughs> it didn't look good. I mean, he do you reckon has... that was the point? Do you reckon that was the point? Maybe, yeah, it's a good point. That, he fair. has spent like the past 15 minutes under the ring and he's had to clamp into this casket. I'm assuming through the bottom. Yeah, because the, yeah. the sides were closed. It was on like a pedestal, wasn't it? And then yeah. the side, sides were sort of enclosed. It was like Kane again when he's pushing it up the ramp at one of the Royal Rumbles and he's like, push it and it's going from side to side. I think The Undertaker appears in it there. Yeah. Or he sets it on fire and obviously The Undertaker goes through the bottom. And it, it almost falls over. It's I mean, incredible. it did barely fit in it, to be fair to Taker. But I was, yeah, expecting, I was expecting the lights to go out. I think yeah. it's better that they didn't. But yeah. I thought it was, although they still didn't be gone for some reason. But I, yeah, I thought it was quite cool how they, they opened it. And I think the crowd were expecting it. And mm. then when it was empty, they were like, oh, maybe not. And then when he came the second time, everyone like popped. I yeah, thought it was pretty well done. Because it, it, seemed, it seemed predictable, but they kind of just kind of double crossed it. Yeah. Can we get on? So weird bit. So Taker takes about ten minutes to pull himself up out of the casket. <laughs> He's looking like old man Taker before old man Taker was a thing. This is like I thought he looked Goldberg match levels of Taker. Yeah. yeah. Raising the corner, Taker asks Ray if he's done it. And he's breathing heavily. I think the crowd are chanting at this at this point, we can't hear you. Yeah. This is not on microphones or anything. Uh Ray denies it. And Taker just goes, Yeah, alright, and I believe you. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, innit? Picks Ray up by his throat. Kane's loving it. Absolutely just laughing. So Taker then attacks Kane. Kane gets super and tombstones him. What did we think of this then, Lil? Too many swerves in the end. Too many swerves. The the swerve of the empty casket was enough for me. I don't think they needed the bit where it was... Because it was obvious he was going for thinking on it. For Undertaker. So I don't... See, that that room was terrible. It took ages. Yeah. By the time we knew, the crowd didn't know still, so it was just a bit hard. I thought that was unnecessary. What I would have done is I would have done a casket match. Kane wins. Puts Ray Mysterio in the casket and then the lights go out and when he comes back and there's like a bit of shenanigans and lightning. Boom. It opens up and Undertaker's in there. Yeah, I think they maybe should have done a casket match. I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I, I guess thought it was going to be a casket telegraph. match. But it was weird that... how it was. just like they had loads of casket match spots but it wasn't a casket match. I, I thought it was going to be a casket match but they'd forgot to mention it the way they, the way they brought it down. Yeah, and like you say, when they go to then put someone in it, then Undertaker's in the casket. Yeah, yeah but, I appreciate the initial swear of the empty casket, but I thought the swear after that was just two, just one swear too many. Like Undertaker should have just gone straight after it. But it was weird how he just got overpowered straight away. So maybe when he looked a bit old, maybe that was the point. Cause th- so this feud, Kane won about three times in a row. And then ended up burying him alive, and then it just never got mentioned again. Right. The next is helped him, helped Kane win. And I think everyone thought it was leading to Barrett and Undertaker at WrestleMania, but by the time we got to Barrett was in the car. What? And then, um, oh. yeah, Triple H and Undertaker had a match, I think, instead, and it just went nowhere. I did enjoy that Triple H Undertaker feud, though. Yeah, it was good. But it was, um, weird. This whole Kane Undertaker thing was weird because they pushed Kane really heavily and then he, he beat Undertaker three times and lost to Edge, you think? See, I'm right in thinking this is like only Kane's like second title, isn't it? Yeah. He didn't have many of them, did he? He won, he won it for 24 hours in like 97. It, it, it was in 98, which you can Oh, it was, it was easy to beat champ, yeah, because he won that at WrestleMania 25, didn't he? Well, it wasn't yeah, easy, but it doesn't really count, does it? But yeah, this is only his second proper like, world title. Like it's you say, you can, weird, you can listen been... to his first title win in the archives. Yeah. Absolute bona fide Hall of Fame match. Proof goes to show that you don't need titles. 
Mm-hmm. I think he was very much one of Vince's guys, one he was willing to do anything for the cause, and fair play. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that everyone says, oh, he didn't get the title, so he's ruined. He's not. Oh, he should have put like, the title. Oh, but there's loads also, of wrestlers who didn't yeah. win. Roddy Piper didn't win the title. Mr. Perfect didn't win the title. Uh, the British Bulldog didn't win the title. Kane's only won two. And one of them he held for less than 24 hours. I forgot why else this is of a weird, weird Kane time. This is the time where he was carrying a bell up sack, and everyone's like, oh, it's his mask. It's his mask. He's going to be masked again. It was Rey Mysterio's mask. Yeah, it's odd. Did anyone else think Rey Mysterio's hood thing as well that he was wearing before he took it off looked crap that he was coming down to the ring? Yeah, he put it on that small child, and the small child could clearly not see because he yeah. <laughs> put this big yeah. hood on him. Yeah. How many parents do you think smashed through the crowd to get their kid at the front so Rey Mysterio could put his head on? Oh, ab- absolutely mm-hmm. loads. Yeah, I always think that. You know, I'm proud of you to give his glasses. Yeah. Like you're just giving it to a little Tory Wanka kid, Tory Wanka kid who can like afford the front row seats. Yeah. Um, Give it to someone up in the top top tier somehow. I don't know how. Same so same Peter just need to look to someone. No, the Tory Wanker kid. All oh, right. <laughs> if you, if you, you have actually do have a pair of bright glasses as well, though. Signed, personalised. Yeah. There you so, go. So, so I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't have a Rey Mysterio mask. Though. I would love to see that. You've got a fish mask. You don't need a Rey Mysterio mask. You can do fish. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, we then move on to a little video package of uh, SummerSlam access. It's just one of them things, isn't it? Where they, it's just yeah. the usual, isn't it? The, the good promo. It looked the nice coming outside. Yeah, yeah, it did. I'm sure in LA in the summertime. Yeah. Summertime! It's very do you know, hot. Do you know what I would have liked, though? I would have liked Nexus to come in and ruin it. Just <laughs> ruin yeah. access. No, just come, come in and have, like, um, uploads of people like the red carpet or something and they're like oh yeah and then just next to coming and just beat the crap out of them all no i, I get what you i get what you're saying no, like total anarchy let's let's run this for everything yeah but yeah i get where you're coming from to be fair that's how i would have booked it so that brings us on to the main event why we're all here we've got the nexus it literally was why we're all here wasn't it as well because it's like literally a one match card really when you think about it because i'll rest to show you well it's just been a lot of not much build-up, was it, to the others, really? No. It's all about, it's like, the whole thing's been about this, and it? It's not like a triple main event one or anything like that. It's like, it's this, It's just it? about, it's, it's just all about this match, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we've got the Nexus against CWWE in a seven-on-seven elimination match. Just before I go through who's in it, well, actually, I'll go through who's in, in it first. So Team WWE is John Cena, Edge, Chris Jericho, Bret Hart, Arturo, John Morrison, and The Miz. Before... We got over to the next one. Do you think Team WWE should have had the champions in it? Uh, but then, what do you do with the rest of the card? Well, they, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, and also, I can't remember. I don't. Know, the the Nexus go, I can't remember if the Nexus were on SmackDown as well. After just they just focus on Raw. Just on Raw. I honestly can't remember. Could you? Yeah, I want to make it a big, more, a bit, a bigger deal. Yeah. But then, do you sacrifice your? Titled, I guess if it's for a common goal, I don't know. So I don't know. I'm trying to think what one I'm trying to think what WCW in the end of the year added. I don't think they had their champions in ever actually. No, well that was Sting, Luger, and Savage, and was Ric Flair not the champion? Jim Ric Flair was champion. Yeah, but they did theirs by random draw. Right. That was how they got picked their three. Random draw that happens to pick three of the biggest stars. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like the uh, the War Games draw, isn't it? Faces, War game. War game. faces never win it, do they? I don't know what yeah. they're picking. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know, in AEW's um, women's tag team tournament, where it's random jars for the partners, they all got their own partner, which is nice. <laughs> Good draw. Good storytelling, guys. Surprised we even got a tag team division. Oh, they don't put it on YouTube. They don't put women's wrestling on TV. No, why well, would they do that? <laughs> well, anyhow, let's talk about them. Yeah, do you, do you not think they should have had the champions in? Or at least the... Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess like the other thing is it leaves the card empty, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but matches. I don't know. So the Nexus is Wade Barrett, he's the leader, Justin Gabriel, Darren Young, Heath Slater, Michael Tarver, David Atunga, which I couldn't stop laughing at, Skip, <laughs> Sheffield. Skip Sheffield, so known as Ryback. Interesting, and we'll get on to the finish in, in just a bit, but David Atunga is the only one out of them left now, 10 years on, and he's yeah. not even wrestling. Yeah, they, they thought he was going to be a huge star. Like when the first he's series of married NXT, to someone famous, isn't he? He was married to Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, obviously he's like Harvard educated and stuff. Yeah, they they were. I remember the first season of NXT. They were prepping him to be like the main event. The main event there. Yeah, I think he ended up being like guest general manager of Raw while he was still on NXT. Yeah, yeah, it just didn't happen. But Not I love when um. Yeah, that was it. He just couldn't really get it across. It was, it was like oh, I'm a lister, but why? Yeah, first season the Miz, Miz is giving now. I just love when, when Cole was like introducing them all. He was like, Oh yeah, Wade Barrett won NXT and he was going for it like it was like um Justin Gabriel got the four fifty splash and he just went Heath Slater, part of Nexus as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's what like a way I, to see kill this, I see in the Simpsons of like, you know what and Bart We love Bart. <laughs> Which I just thought it was hilarious. He's just a way to kill someone straight away, isn't it? You got, yeah, you got across the East layer, which is like part of Nexus as well. <laughs> the one, he's the one, he was a the one man rock band at this point, wasn't he? I think he was, yeah. I think they'd be able to like, like God, I give now, now he's got kids. So. Yes. Yeah, so the Nexus come out first and they'll line up in the ring. And good to see Michael Tarver wearing the mask. You know what I mean? Oh, it's time. One meter plus, he's wearing the mask. <laughs> he looked good, didn't he? I he don't remember good. him at all, Michael Tarver. Oh, because he was terrible, but he well, looked... He, he had the great look, didn't he? Yeah. He just didn't have the, the right skills, did he? No. It didn't seem to be that way. Yeah, so did Nexus come out all as one? Should have been wearing matching outfits, but we'll get, we've already discussed that. I do like how they stand with Barrett at the front and then just sort of wing him. The V, the sort of yeah. V, yeah. The make, V make formation. Barrett was such a huge deal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, let me get to the finish. Do you know why that is? <laughs> absolute lad. lad. He's an absolute lad, Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, I just love him. <laughs> um, he went out with Alicia Fox for a bit. No, did he? Yeah, there you go. Could have, should have taught her how to work a match. Yeah. I love, his, I, I love <laughs> Patty's yeah. Barrett, though. Should have, shouldn't he? She's fucking shit. <laughs> wow. She's still shit now. Is she gone now? Yeah, I think oh, she's yeah. actually she's gone now. Yeah, I think she's, she's actually gone, gone now. For that, 10 years to work. Yeah. Um, so they seen the BWE come out one by one. The Miz comes out last, and then Cena just cuts his music off and says, "Nah, mate, you were too late." Despite members of his team trying to ask him to join earlier on in the pay per view. Yeah, come on, lads. And they said they've all agreed. This is what he said. They all agreed on the new seventh member. Mm. So, so does Jericho and Edge just dicks then? Yeah, that's <laughs> all different guys. <laughs> what, what I did like about the entrance, uh, obviously I liked Nexus's music as well because it's me. And so, massive pop for Cena. Massive, get... massive pop. But what I liked about WWE entrances, they all came out individually, so it gives the impression that they're not friends but they're for the common cause. Well, yeah. 
Um, yeah, it'd have been awkward to carry it out to like the raw music. Or something yeah, like. yeah, that's what I mean. It sort of gives that impression, and it gives it a big fight feel as well, doesn't it? Because usually it's just jobbers that come out to the raw yeah. thing in it in a battle royal. Yeah. yeah. So the the new seventh member is Daniel Bryan. Mm. He obviously was in the Nexus. He in storyline he showed remorse, so got kicked out. In real life, he chose Mr. Robbins with a tie. Got kicked out. So so there we go. We start off with uh, Dan- Darren Young against Daniel Bryan. Uh, Darren Young lost about 30 seconds. <laughs> how much is Darren Young? Well, like John Cena as well. We're going to discuss that. Yeah, but he had Seamus' hair. I know, but they pretty much got the same face. <laughs> but have they really? Yeah, you should, I wish they'd had a Darren Young and John Cena stare down. Yeah. Darren, Darren Young's hair is terrible. It's weird, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's like uh, Jimmy Utron all over. Yeah. Jimmy Utron. It's a great film. Um, so Daniel Bryan eliminates Darren Young straight away pretty much uh, then Michael Tarver uh, comes in he's eliminated by John Morrison there's a flurry of punches when he gets in the ring yeah he throws some hands doesn't he and then doesn't yeah. fuck all else <laughs> <laughs> then just never to be seen of it yeah uh, we didn't get Skip Sheffield no, well yeah the, now known as Ryback or whatever he's called now the big guy <laughs> Is he just the biggest? Is he wrestling still? No, he had a podcast. He's got a podcast now, I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's wrestling that much now. I think he wanted a lot of money for appearances, like $4,000 or something like that. Because there was a strong, strong rumour that he was going to be a member of the Bullet Club when it ended up being Cody. Yeah, he was going to go yeah to... I had that. He, he kept yeah. Japanese right on his Instagram or something, didn't he? Yeah, but I think it was just him trying to get himself over rather than a... Right. Anyone exactly. should be interested. You'd give it a go, wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I like to write back. Um, as we'll discuss, we'll discuss, I'll go through the match and we'll just... Discuss why, um, where they went wrong with some of these Nexus people. Yeah. <laughs> Skip Sheffield eliminates John Morrison. He then eliminates our truth <laughs> Brett Hart eliminates himself by using the fucking chair. <laughs> oh, why why was he in shorts and t-shirt? Why was he in g-shorts? Because he couldn't wrestle, could he? So yeah, he's he early wrestler as it was. Why did they put him in then? I just well, star power in it, like Brett Hart. But it was um, because had he already been US champion at this point? No, it was at WrestleMania, wasn't it? I don't know which one, but it was at WrestleMania, wasn't it? Because oh, he, he, he was against I... Vince for the US title, wasn't it, at WrestleMania? I don't know if it for the US title. Was that? I thought that was just him versus Vince. I, I thought it won the title that. off the Miz. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is, the thing is, what's going to sell tickets? Bret Hart and John Cena, or John Cena and the Miz? What What's going to sell the tickets and, and the pay-per-view buys? People are going to want to see what Bret Hart's like in the ring, aren't they? And also, ago. yeah, apparently when he got like retired, because he retired off that match with Goldberg, didn't he? Yeah. He got paid out on his insurance, and apparently like, he's not allowed to wrestle anymore. So, so um, the way he gets around it is by like doing street fights and stuff like that, which is why he wasn't in his yeah. game. It's just, like he didn't want people to expect the same Bret Hart because he's not careful of doing that. So the he was WrestleMania 26. He had the match with um, Vince McMahon. Which was that was the title? No, no, no. Possibly one of the worst WrestleMania matches of all time. Yeah. What year was that? 26? That's the same year as this. So that was before. Yeah. Fair enough. When did he win the title then? I didn't say anything about him winning the title. He definitely won the US title. Yeah, I, thought um, I remember it. Let go, he let go of it the week after. Though. It might have been this year. It might have been when he was um, Roger Major. Oh, and oh, he is. So that was in April, just after April, May. Oh, he won it in oh, May. Okay. So he wouldn't no, make yeah. So this is before that. Yeah. This is before he got attacked. That was in June. Yeah. 
classic. But yeah, it was a good way of getting getting him out, wasn't it? I, I guess. Yeah, in his Please jean shorts. So yeah, just <laughs> himself biting. Uh, but to be fair, it did lead on something. So he skipped Sheffield with a chair, and then he's code breaker than speed, and Edge eliminates him. So he was like groggy because he was he looked good, didn't he? Yeah, don't you think Skip it's a Sheffield, bit weird though. Yeah. It's like this big like there's this group who are taking over WWE. And then they're like, oh, they're having this big match, but then like you can you can win by DQ. <laughs> right. Yeah, they, they, made bit, them, odd, they? they made a few of them look weak as well, didn't they? Yeah. So then uh, David Otunga comes in. He's eliminated by Jericho. So the two people, um, David Otunga and Darren Young, both said, "Yeah, I want him. I'm going to do this." They got eliminated. Looks straight away. And yeah. Never admit to it. It's like when you watch The Apprentice, and they're like, "I am the Apprentice. I'm going to win." And then they yeah. get fired that week. Yeah. I mean, Project manager, and you always say, "This, this is hundred percent me. This is what I do for a living, and we're going to guarantee this. I'm going to get the never, win." Never been a project manager ever. Yeah, then never you get kicked been. off, don't you? Yeah. So yeah, Jericho eliminates David Tunga. Heath Slayer, you know, you said he got buried earlier, but he eliminates Jericho. Then he eliminates Edge. Yeah. Uh, Heath is eliminated like what at that point? Thirteen, fourteen <laughs> world titles. Yeah. So what score are we on here? So it is now. Um, Three, two. Right, okay, because I've missed a bit of Michael Cole commentary, but I'll get to it afterwards. I'll get to it afterwards, it's fine. Well, bring, bring them down if you want. Well, basically, Michael Cole goes, what's he say? WWE are behind in the numbers by four. It's fucking four, three or three, uh, five, four. They're like down by it, one. And Michael went, Cole goes, oh, it's they're, they're down by four and they're never down by four at any point. So it went seven... Five. So it was seven seven. It went seven five to WWE, and then it went five five. Yeah. And then five four to Nexus. It might be. Uh, it'll be when it was five four because Michael Cole went. Oh, they're down by four. I'm thinking. Well, they're not down by four. They're down by one. Yeah. You and then it went dick. And then it went four three to WWE. Then it went three two to Nexus. Then it went to two two. Right. Two one. Two one to Nexus. So. Yeah. Daniel Bryan's the one who gets rid of Heath Slater. And, and do, you think, do you think he might have said the down five four? Yeah, maybe. I'll try. I'll try Unless he, did he say it when they, they had three left and he said they're down by four because they've lost four members? Mm. Don't know. I don't know. know. It could have been. I mean, it could have been Michael Cole. Michael Cole as well. I yeah. think I, I thought it was Michael sure. Cole being Michael Cole, but who knows? Yeah. So after Daniel Bryan eliminates Heath Slater, Miz comes in and attacks him from behind with his Money in the Bank briefcase. Um, Wade Barrett then eliminates Daniel Bryan. This is the bit that gets everyone's cross. So it's two on one. Daniel Bryan. Oh. It's Cena for WWE. Wade Barrett and Justin Gabriel for for the Nexus. They do with the DDT on the concrete floor that rips up all the all the padding. That's Barrett on Cena. Then throws Cena in the ring. So Cena's out cold. Justin Gabriel goes up and does a four fifty splash, misses it, and then Cena just jumps. That's what annoys me about this. Tomorrow. Cena just jumps up. It should just slowly cover him or something. I don't the know. thing is that you you think he's near enough out cold, isn't he, on the outside of the ring? The the crowd deathly silent. Justin Gabriel mi- and he kicks out, doesn't he, from that? Justin Gabriel misses a four fifty. No, don't even kick out. He don't even kick out. They just roll him in the ring. Go to the four fifty. Yeah, that. Oh, the, sorry, that's, they don't even sorry, go to spin him. Yeah. So they just roll him in the ring. Justin Gabriel does the four fifty. Super senior just fucking strengthens up, doesn't he? Just jumps and up. Justin Gabriel after being beaten up, yeah. and then Justin Gabriel just looks weak. So, so Justin Gabriel's out, so now one-on-one, Barrett comes in, and literally 30 seconds later... Oh, it's fucking shit. Cena eliminates Barrett by SDF, so the Team WWE win. Went 35 minutes. Cena. Is and this... I'm going to ask you both a question now. 
Is this the worst bit of booking by WWE in their history? Yes. Yeah, it was up there. I don't. Uh, well, it, I know, I'm there, always yeah. contrary, but I don't think it was the. I don't think this is what killed the Nexus, like everyone says now. I think the next three months of storylines did that. It, um, it sets, but it, it wasn't. It was the path. Good. Like, on the path. For I, I had no issue with like. It would have been better if the Nexus won, but I think John Cena won. Even the Alliance, that. and the Alliance was probably yeah. booked, won the first one. Yeah, like, I think even if John Cena won, I don't mind that. It's just the manner of it was just a bit, it felt rushed and a bit, like, okay, yeah, he caught Barrett off guard. I guess you can kind of, like, see that would happen. Justin Gabriel, just, who's ever missed a splash and then gone down for the free? Exactly. Mm. And it won't, like, Cena done, like, a roll-up and, like, pinned him down and, like, you know, there's a bit of, like, an old-school old amateur roll-up where you can't get out of it. Yeah, just a regular pin, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Did anyone notice as well when Wade Barrett tapped out in the shirt in the replay? You can see Matt Striker jumping up and down, celebrating. He was, and he'd spent Matt all Stryker. the match saying, "Oh, you, you've got to love the Nexus." And you miss one of the eliminations, where well, R-Truth's elimination because oh, I, know, I said that. Yeah, no, but it's just ridiculous, isn't it? It's just <laughs> poor. It's poor production, though, isn't it? How can you? Sure, oh, replay, sorry, yeah. I thought you said that. I missed it. Do no, no, no. It? No, they missed it. So right. they do a split screen, don't they? And you fucking yeah, miss him getting eliminated. Yeah. And it just, you're just like, really? It's just... Because Michael Cole's then going on about the replay and goes, oh, and our troops being eliminated. You're thinking, great, thanks for that. If this was me booking this match, I have not got a problem with how the full match went until the 2 on one Yeah. I, to me, though, I would have had Daniel Bryan turn on him. Mm. And rejoin the Nexus. Yeah. No, but they were they were setting up the the sorry I would have missed that, aren't they? It could still have done it. Yeah, because I think Daniel Bryan took the US title in the end, from the Miz. I think so, but they still could have done yeah. Daniel Bryan against the Miz. Could if I if you want Cena to look strong, because apparently it was Cena who decided this was the what he wanted to do, wasn't it? I think Jericho yeah. said that on edge, and Cena's yeah. even come out and re- said he regrets it, didn't he? Yeah. But, Can I also uh, comment on the brutal looking walls of Jericho to get rid of Vertonga? <laughs> oh, oh, folds him, doesn't he? Like a little accordion. And then I wrote after that, <laughs> brutal looking walls of Jerry Cornetunga, who's just not very good. <laughs> yeah. But you could have had Daniel Bryan, if you wanted to keep seeing it looking strong, you could have had Daniel Bryan turn on him. Yeah. And then just beat him down. Well, I don't think that would have made sense. Why not? Because I mean, been... Daniel Bryan had a lot of crowds for this point because then he got released. Yeah. Well, I don't, think, I don't it, think it would have made but... sense to, to have him turn on him. Just the two on one. should have done is like the. I don't know. Edge and Jericho's interference mean more. Or yeah. their, turn, their turn mean more than it did. I have Gabriel. That's twice Jericho's done that. It's mint for call. And the, um, we did it for the uh, Team WWF against the Alliance. Yeah. <laughs> they turned on a rock and it didn't mean anything in the end. <laughs> and that's yeah. like, no, don't, don't have Jericho on your team. Um, but, uh, I would have liked to have seen it. If I was booking this from start, I would have um, like Barrett to just come in and take the pins off the Nexus Stars. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when they've it's, got them done, he just tags himself in. Yeah. Well, Barrett should have won. Barrett should have been champion because they made him a huge star. Well, it that was it. Been, so, like, I don't think this, this killed itself. Like, this part killed it. It was that the, Wade Barrett had, like, three chances to win the title and never did it. I think Randy Orton won it off Sheamus, like, not long after this. Yeah, he did. And then Cena won the Nexus, joined the Nexus, but he wasn't really part of it. Then he got fired, but he was only away for, like, a week. Yeah. And it was it was all this that killed it. And then like the next is like they finished that one. Cena buried him, literally buried him under a pile of chairs at TLC. 
Um, and then he, he went and helped Undertaker, uh, Kane beat the Undertaker and bury him. And it went nowhere. And I got kicked seen... out by CM Punk. It was just, they just they had so many chances to pull the trigger. And obviously they were, they were trying to build new stars around this point because like Sheamus was fairly new. Yes, they've done it with Sheamus. The Miz, was, the Miz was fairly new. He won the title. Yeah, yeah. They, really, they really screwed up on that. But I don't think this pay-per-view was like the monument. I, I think it, it, you look back at it now and think, oh, that was bad, and it was bad booking. But this isn't what killed the Nexus. Because I was watching wrestling at the time, but I didn't watch this pay-per-view because I, obviously I wasn't paying for Skybox Office. And it was a bit shit that Nexus lost. You should be like, oh, they should have won. But Wade Barrett did the next poem the next day, and he was like, oh, everyone thought about what would happen if the Nexus won, but you never thought what would happen if we lost. Yeah. And they, they could have carried on, but it was the pay-per-views after this that killed it. It wasn't like a one-night thing where it's like, this has killed the Nexus completely. It was from now until Survivor Series that killed it. Yeah. But see, I would have had the Nexus winning. Barrett champion. And Cena could have beat Barrett at the next year's WrestleMania. Yeah. Where he said he faced the Miz, and it was a bit rubbish. Yeah. And then you could have had the Miz cash in then or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they should have pulled the trigger on Barrett massively. By far, he looked really he looked, good at it. He looks a million dollars, doesn't he? He, he can still do, does. He can do a promo. He he's looks got... good. He can, he's actually a de- he needs a better finish, yeah, but he's a decent wrestler. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he can the work on a finish. He got the bullhammer elbow in the end, didn't he? Yeah. But let's go through the rest of the Nexus. So Ryback, they massively fucked up on. Never pulled the trigger on him and they should I have. I think he was, and he turned into a bit of a bell end in the end, didn't he? Oh, he should have won when he was on that goal bag streak and he lost to CM Punk because Brad Maddox turned on him. And he's, Brad Maddox is the ref. Low blood, just... isn't he? But, he should um, have just had him win in that hell of a match. It should have been amazing if he did. Justin Gabriel maybe shouldn't have been champion, but he should have kept being steady around longer. Because I had enjoyed PJ Black in Lucha he, Underground. He was yeah. alright as a champion. I guess he's, he's sort of just doing the Indies now, I think, isn't he? Yeah. Um, it looks real weird now. He's got real long hair. Yeah, I saw the other day. Yeah, I'm sure he's even going to New Japan or one or two. It was it was in Mexico. It was in AAA and stuff like that. So yeah. But there's three out of the seven. It's just I think it shows how much they messed up with the Nexus that you've got ten years on this new group of stars. None of them are there anymore. Well, one is, but he's not wrestling. No, there's there's more Nexus members who are still with the company still. Who? John Cena. <laughs> John Cena. That's is that it. Bray Wyatt. Oscar okay, Harris is in the Nexus. <laughs> yeah, he got kicked in the head so hard he forgot who he was, didn't he? Turned to the face. Turned to a cult leader, yeah. But, they, but I just think these seven, I don't know. Oh, I was also thinking for this pay per view to get these champions in. Could I don't know how many was in at the NXT show, so was there only seven in it? There was eight, I There was eight. Oh, because Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking, could you have made it ten and had a five-on-five match, but had the other five in other matches on the card? So you would have you have WWE against the Nexus. Yeah, that'd have been good. But then you don't want to dilute the Nexus. But if you've got seven, uh, did have eight, you could have made it ten yeah. quite easily. Say, what's the difference for one and two people? When you've got and that many you, already, then you, could, then you could have maybe had your champions in the main event to make it look even more important. I guess yeah. you want your champions being pinned, but I don't know. You could have. Where's around it, aren't they? Yeah. I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was all built around this match, but it was just it was just a, I thought just as it was just as a pure standalone finish, it was terrible in that sense. Yeah, they should have had at least Barrett. Yeah. If Barrett's going to lose, should have had it even further on. They could have had. So Cena could have eliminated Gabriel. That's fine. 
But the good about Barrett should have been kicking the crap out of him and then maybe get cocky or too much or, you know what I mean, take his eye off the ball and then Cena's reverses something into the, you know what I mean? He should have pinned him. Yeah, yeah. Right. and the comment team like, yeah, should have pinned him, but he's like, no, I want to hurt him even more. Do yeah. something else. Because that would have worked. But it was just the manner of the finish. It was just of it. Yeah. It, it felt rushed as well. I think there's, it was, there's literally it was 45 longer, seconds between... It was slightly longer this, um, this paper, wasn't it? It was like 2 hours 55. 50 it's, yeah. It's normally 2 hours 45 minutes. I don't know if they just had to finish early. Oh, yeah, I just... This was the chance to right the wrongs of the invasion. Yeah. I mean, yeah. currently, there's retribution, but now everyone's saying, oh, well, this is just ne- um, Nexus. Have you seen retribution? No. I, I have uh, seen bits. They're just kids, aren't they? Uh, yeah, it's... Yeah. They're doing apparently, a similar story. Like. They started on SmackDown last night. Apparently, they look good on SmackDown. Yeah. They're, um, well, they look better because there's more of them, and they're bigger now. Yeah. <laughs> but they're also doing a bit where Big E was trying to rally the locker room, so we might be getting something similar. Retribution. Yeah. But I think they look they look quite good. Retribution looks smart rather than just a mindless bunch of folks. Like they outsmarted them to beat people up in the locker room or something like that. I haven't watched SmackDown, so I can't comment. I've just read the results. Yeah, just, they're, not, they're not great. <laughs> but yeah, but anyhow, even if it was great, they're going to get linked to the, ne- the Nexus. Yeah. This was the one where they fucked up, basically. Yeah, they did. But they had chances to think it. Like, I don't think this killed the Nexus. I say it was the three months after this. I just yeah, and you could have had Wade Barrett still there now, been a massive star, multi-time yeah. WWE champion. Yeah, it just knowing what you know now, it's just frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, it is. When you're it is, like, say, I think what this was a time where it's like they started really struggling to build new stars, and this is kind of where it came from. Really, they just didn't the, dare pull the trigger. And this is when Super Cena became a thing, wasn't it? Well, if you yeah. look at the so the people we've got there now. Who was in? It was in this pay per view, and the people who were wrestling now, it, it's a lot of the same faces. Edge retired yeah. and came back. Jericho yeah. went has gone somewhere else, and they John Morrison's Brand, there now. Archer's there now. Randy Orton's in WWE title match. Like then, yeah, Dolph Ziggler and Kofi Kingston. Dolph yeah. is still there. Sheamus is still there. Kane's still in and out. Kane's, Ray's Ray's yeah. still there. Ray's, yeah. Kane and Taker are still in, yeah, sporadic. Big Show's sporadic still, but he's still there. The yeah. women, the women out there, that's probably about the it. only thing, isn't it? Bret Hart's obviously not there, but yeah, the Miz, the Miz is still a big part of it. <laughs> it's just like that ten years ago, and they've not moved on. This is get. That's why everyone's slagged WCW off for not moving on, not making new stars, but yeah, it's not when you. This is what I was saying. So the opening video packages was change, and no changes happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seen it, seen it was, seen his music was played in the video. It was like Stone Cold. Yeah. Oh. I say I have no issue with John Cena winning. Actually, on the man of it was just hot. Yeah. It was just a just a letdown, and then to make it all worse, had fucking Matt Striker to come and turn over it. <laughs> lesson, right, lesson, that was it. Striker, that was it. That was SummerSlam 2010. Terry Peters. What would you give this? 6.5? 7. 7.5. <laughs> 7.5. 7. 7. The, the women's match was crap. The second the, half is really... After the Miz promo, I thought it was really good. Yeah, so... I didn't mind the opening match. The women's match was crap. Um, What else did we have after that? Straight. I didn't mind that straight Society match. Then... 
Barrett, Seamus, sorry, Seamus, Randy Orton was, it was all right. Rey Mysterio Kane, really good, would have liked a bit more of that. And then the main event, barring the, the screwy finish, I'll say screwy finish, dodgy finish, was good. So 7.5 for me. 7.5, Lil, would you agree with Terry Peters? Minus yeah, I thought, was, I thought it was quite a good shot to be honest. It was just the, it's always going to be overshadowed by that finish, I think. That's all everyone's only going to take away from this. Leaves a sour taste in your is that, is that, Yeah, is that it, was finish, let, it yeah. was let down on it by bits. Yeah, it's just like, you know, how many mother in it. Just the ending was just that bad that it just takes over sometimes. To go on to how many mother, I cannot watch it anymore because I was that annoyed at the, at the ending. Yeah, and I think some people will be the same over this, this show. They'll, yeah. feel, they'll feel the same way about it, I think. I used, you know, to, I used to watch it all the time. Because you know it's going to happen. You just have that feeling, don't you, of like, ah, oh, you know where this is going. Yeah. And it's not it's not good. So this is for the end. So that's my random pop culture reference for this week. Yeah. <laughs> along, with Tracy, along with Tracy Beaker. Drop, um, drop the ball, I'll meet mother. <laughs> yeah. Massive. Similar, yeah. Similar to this. Join us next <laughs> week for how I meet your mother in a round. No, I won't do it. I won't do any more of how you meet your mother. <laughs> Would be yeah. ridiculous. Any good thing about that is we've got Jason Siegel. That was a great show. Anyway, let's move on from that. We can do your part for you. Yeah. Yeah, we'll move on. So next week, um, something that we all really enjoyed, I imagine. A lot of us got into NXT for this reason. We're doing Brooklyn Takeover 1 from 2015. In Lou's favourite venue of all time, apparently. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not It's not Madison Square Garden, but it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this was the delicious food. The takeover that got me into NXT. Tay Peters, have you seen it before? I have, but not for a while, so I'm very excited to watch it again. I think is it Kevin Owens, um, Finn Balor Finn, match in it. Finn, Finn Balor. Yeah. yeah. Sasha, Sasha and Bailey, one of the greatest women's matches. The first one. Yeah. Is that when Sasha Sasha got real cryy? It's a point where she's cried after every match, wasn't it? I think that was the one after this one. Was the one after? Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I had some great uh, buffalo wings at the back of centre as well, so we'll talk about that as well. Everyone's stay tuned for that. So the week after that, we're going to be doing another summer fest. So it's the first, the first ever time we've done a summer fest. <laughs> yeah. All right, you feel too big now, dear. <laughs> yes, it's got it really wrong, guys. We're doing uh, SummerSlam 2000, so Attitude Era. So we've got all the big stars there. Tay Peters, I believe you absolutely love this pay-per-view. Correct. Bloody brilliant. There we go. It's a two in a row where Tay Peters enjoys it. I enjoyed this one, so it might be <laughs> Oh my God, three twice. in a row. That's against, that's against the WCW. It's coming uh, out of it. Yeah, oh, don't worry, that's coming. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> Lou, um, I'm assuming you're a fan of SummerSlam 2000 as well. I believe it's got the potential to be the best show we reviewed, I think. Really? More than Takeover Dallas? More than um, Uncensored 96, yeah. <laughs> more that's, than, what, that's, that's what you said. More that's than Road Wild 98. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, possibly better than some of the WCW would have Obviously, WCW would normally at a higher scale. It'd be really interesting to see SummerSlam 2000 and Bash at the Beach 2000. <laughs> and then I think Plus, everybody, yeah. everybody will know why WCW went out of business. <laughs> SummerSlam. You could say how well in time I'm on emerged. It's not to do with the poor quality of wrestling because it was quite good. Yeah, come on. Some Bash at the Beach 2000 was terrible. Was it? Yeah. Well, there's no cake on SummerSlam 2000, so... Yeah, there's no David Flair, huh? I don't know. But in between... 
in between uh, Brooklyn Takeover 1 and SummerSlam 2000, for the first time ever, we'll be doing a live review. No, it's gonna... next week, Ross. Is that next it's after, week? It's after this show. It's after this show? Yeah. Right, all right then, sir. <laughs> Come on. I'm sorry. We I'm never like... get the time. We never get the time is right, do we? I know, it's hard to work out. Right, so, no, it's after, it's next, it's next, next on your podcast. So next, in between <laughs> us and them, and just look, look watch your thing, SummerSlam's coming. Yeah. <laughs> First ever Summerfest. What, what, a way to, what a way to finish. What a way to plug this. And so I'm not sure, I'm not sure what day we're on, or right, where so we are today, now. today, in kayfabe terms, today is Wednesday. No, Wednesday come on, this on Wednesday. Yeah. SummerSlam is on Sunday night. It's coming right. out. I'll so, be live so, tweeting on the rest around Twitter feed. So Join follow me. us on there at rest around WRES around. Then the next day, the Monday, the Monday after SummerSlam, the very next day, 24 hours afterwards, our review will be up. A bonus Probably. episode for you all, because we all think you're lovely and deserve a bonus episode. So there we go. Also, you've already had one because um, you had the yeah. TNA. TNA. Well, TNA. So some bonus content can't you is Who wrestling around great content but I will warn you now that the SummerSlam special edition I'll be editing so it won't get all the fancy editing stuff that Peter's does it'll just be it's going to be raw it's going to be like uh, wrestling around underground yeah Yeah. (laughs) wrestling underground there'll be a lot of awkward awkward silences and uh, and no special effects so you know so listen to that then guys Um, great yeah Join us for that. Get our take on the, on the current product. You get little snippets now and then, but are we fans now? Do we hate it? Are we going to slag it off? Oh, Is Logan Nickel and WCW is even better? You know, it's surprising you hate AEW because that's. I don't. Well, I, don't I enjoy AEW. I hate AEW fans. And Cody Rhodes. I enjoy Dynamite. I think it's good. I watch it weekly now. Yeah. Um, but I just, I just hear that fans are like, oh my god, this is so much better WWE, because it's not, one. And two, just get Cody Rhodes, get off. Not too much. So did it really upset you then when Jeff Jarrett went to the WCW? Yeah, it was shit on it. It was the shit. <laughs> Drizzling shit. But, it but killed, you, you single-handedly killed WCW and the NWR. It just kills everything. Yeah, I'm surprised the, the Bullet Club survived. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's not like one night. <laughs> Oh, great. So join us for that. Uh, like we said, uh, Lou will be live tweeting on uh, Twitter at WrestleRound. So go I might do TakeOver 30 as well, but so I, might, I might not, so just check. Just make sure you're following us, and then you'll find out what you're... See if I stay awake on Saturday night as well as Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Follow us on Instagram as well, that's uh, WRESAround. Follow us on Facebook, Wrestling Around Podcast. YouTube, Wrestling Around. Booming. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> subscribe to us, give us a five star review, all the old business. Um, requests, obviously, send them to us at wrestlingaroundoutlook.com for a, a an anniversary of a show. So, if you've got an anniversary coming up, or your favourite show, then let us know and we'll do it. Or if it's a birthday, if your favourite wrestler has a birthday, we'll do that as well. Or if it's your birthday, let us know. Yeah, let us know it's your birthday. It's good, so to, happy birthday. good to hear from the fans. You might even get the show up. Tell you, Peters. Where can we find you on social media? Um, at Bell Nation on Twitter, at Tezfish Pod on Twitter, at Bell Nation on YouTube, twitch.tv forward slash Bell Nation, and RL92 
on the gram. So you get a right good weekend of uh, wrestling around here. You can watch Tez, um, Tez Fish uh, get sacked on stream. Didn't get sacked last on, night. On the, on the Friday. And then you can uh, follow Lou doing live tweeting on the Saturday and then the Sunday. And then you get a podcast for free on the Monday. Yeah, maybe so, on a maybe on a Saturday. Yeah, I'm, decided, I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> Will I get Will I get snacks? That's the big one. There we go. So you what is that? So you you've got Wednesday, then Thursday you have a day off, and then you've got mad stuff, and then you get Tuesday off to recover from wrestling around, and then you get another one on the Wednesday after that. Yeah. So, oh, incredible stuff. Incredible. Yeah, uh, Lou, where can we find you? Um, at Lou Mackham on Twitter and Instagram, but also at Rest Around. <laughs> For Sunday nights. Yeah. Live SummerSlam reactions. You love it. Love it. You can find me on Twitter as at the Ross M. And find me on Instagram as at Ross Around. Right then, guys. Uh, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, Lou. Thank you, Tez. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, join us in a few days for the first ever SummerSlam 2020. Because we don't do SummerSlam enough, so we're doing the first ever one to do this time. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening, and we should see you next time. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.